Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, y'all. Uh, you, you know what it is. Pop it like a willy. Hop on top and not go silly. Pretty tight and sticky. Fuck on once he won't forgive me. Wait. Hey y'all! That felt good. That felt good, right? That's the cue. Come on, Lotto. Um, We love the. And we normally don't start with new music, but shout out to Lotto featuring Twenty One Savage again. Twenty One doesn't miss either. Never. He really doesn't. He does not fucking miss. Twenty One. Twenty One. You know. Twenty One. Twenty One. Guys, welcome to episode eighty two of See the Thing Is Podcast. Oh, I like that number. You know, I'm your girl Mandy B. I'm Bridget Kelly, and we are joined today with yet another friends with benefits. Go ahead. Ahead and introduce our friend Bridget, our friend that is that is the third sex sexy voice that mm. you hear. Hello, who has the <laughs> most incredibly warm, sexy boyfriend lotion presence? <laughs> yes, I handed you guys the, the boyfriend lotion. Yeah? Yes, you okay. did. You did. I have um, it on, but we ain't gonna find no boyfriend up in the studio. So I, no. I rebuke that. He could walk in any second through post. That's okay. We'll know. go ahead and keep the moisture on our legs and everywhere else that it needs to be, with or without a boyfriend. Um. My my dear friend Blue Taluma is with us today. She is round she of is, applause. She is the she is the the queen of well not the only queen but one of the queens on the Hollywood Unlocked <laughs> show. Um, I see what you did there with, yes. Jay, with Jason Lee and DJ Damage hey. and um, shout out to them and shout out to you. Thank you so much for joining us because we have been talking for months, offline and online about getting together, collaborating on podcasts and other, and just life things because yeah. there's been so many moments that I feel like I've been kind of serendipitous a little bit. Very much with, so. With not Girl, just what the, the hell events, does that mean? Can you fucking speak English? Oh Kismet. The stars been, were aligned. The stars. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> yes, the stars Is that aligned. where we're fucking going? Can I apologize first to everybody who I've said no to to other podcasts? Because <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> wait, why? Wait. Okay, wait. You've been giving Ooh, no okay. with an Mandy, answer? Mandy says no all the time. Oh. Yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been asked by several people to be on their podcast. I'm like, no, I don't think it's a good look for me. And they'd be like, excuse me? Really? Yo, someone said no to us. And Mandy yeah, and I were like, I was like fuck that bitch. Why? Yeah. 
Well, me, me, my sensitive ass was like, why don't you like us? And Mandy's like, fuck that hoe. I don't care. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, podcasting is like dating. So it's like a very intimate thing. It is. And especially for me in the rooms that I'm in, like there's, a, like I said, I didn't have a list. Right. Usually if I was going to be on the podcast, I'd be like, we can't talk about this or this or whatever. Mm. But I trust you guys, yeah, right? Thank you. It's almost like you're who I am, Bridget, like when I'm behaving and Mandy's <laughs> me the rest of the time. <laughs> Yo, that is incredible. <laughs> so I feel like you you're guys, a superhero. For yeah. Halloween, you should have one angel. Angel you and then the one devil on the other shoulder I love that. and have that be like a Halloween thing. I love so that. So I really who's, wait, who's the devil? Girl. You, you got <laughs> not the point. Girl. I will say in, in tarot, the devil card is sex and lust and like really good sex. It's so passion. It, so in tarot, it's a good the card. Word. It's a great in, card. The tarot, word. the devil card means sex. Ain't nobody listening to no tarot nothing. Not tarot. No, nobody care about the tarot or the stars. Before we get into this, I'm a Buddhist <laughs> by choice. So yes. I am a Buddhist. So I'm actually not a witch by choice but I'm a witch by lineage. Do you know what's crazy about that? Did you know that when you, like, have you always known that? I was scaring the adults really early. So they mm. knew it was something. Yeah. They thought I was autistic at first. They're like, yo, something's wrong Really? Like, she's off. Like, my mother would be hanging out with her homegirls, and I'd walk into the kitchen like, like why are you scarily. all laughing? She cries at night. My mother would be like, yo, stop. What? I'm like, what? no, she's like telling you all these stories about her husband, but like, I don't think he's going to stay with her much longer. And they would like put me in the other room. And then a week later, when sis is crying about her divorce, no. I'd be in the doorway like, anybody want to give me some Oreos? Because I right. call that shit a week ago. <laughs> okay, wait. So, damn. Are you going yeah. to tell us some good stuff about us? I got a message for both of you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. All right. All right. We're going to save it for off camera because I'm, right. I'm a sensitive wait, uh, bitch. No, 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 no. We got to do if this she says some wild shit to me, I might cry. You no, right. It is no, no, content. No, no, all right. No, no, no. It's content. Okay. All right. This bitch said off camera. Bitch, do you see? I was like, I don't want to share it. You see me? Listen, we. I was just telling. Um, I was just telling May and the team yesterday that how how I have social media anxiety about sharing and posting, as you should. And most of it really stems from the fact that podcasting has been very rewarding and very fulfilling, but also depleting. And so for me, I don't want to share everything on all of my everything, all of the avenues and all of the outlets because I feel like, wait, well, what's mine? Like, what Girl, is mine? Girl, if she read it, just be like, that ain't true. <laughs> right. My I'm just like, pretty no. I see, I can't yeah. hide my, I have, I have I'm nervous. folks come to my house in Koreatown be like, yo, can you just pull some cards for me? Wow. Well, see, I have there. facial yeah. Tourette's though. If you watch, if, if those of y'all watching, y'all know I, I cannot control my facial expressions when things get said to me. Mandy says things to me all the time and I'm just like, what? No, yeah, the we, messages I got for you guys weren't actually bad. Okay. There were more acknowledgement. So Spirit told me to tell you mm. that there are a lot of people that you showed grace to that didn't deserve it oh. that are now going to return oh. that you're having your harvest and that you're being told not to forget what you saw when you saw the real them. Okay. Wow. And I'm being told to tell you that very explicitly. Yeah. So there's going to be Wait, some Wait, who told you to tell that? My spirit guys talk to me all the time. I'd be trying to Ancestors turn them off. Ancestors be answers to yeah. be in her head. You know their names? I heard a couple of their names, but I don't want to say it on air. Okay. But I had some shroom tea. And so sometimes <laughs> so when I drink more shroom in tea, tune. it actually makes me more in tune. I was yeah. like, no, I want to have fun with the girls. And then it here I comes. am getting messages in the Uber right over. For you in particular, uh -oh. I'm hearing that you're finally starting to trust yourself. Ooh. But as you trust yourself, you no longer trust that other people will see your value now that you see your own value. And so you're, wow. you're being told to trust Wait. the audience. No, bro. Trust you, the audience. You're about to make me cry. I'm being serious. So, I almost cry when I get the message in the car. What's crazy is I just spent all week on set with MTV. Um, I'm, ooh, ooh, this I'm, first flex. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? This subtle flex has been brought to you, <laughs> you by. Know, um, I'm, so I'm getting into hosting. Of course, I host this podcast, but I'm about to host a dating show, which Perfect. is right, right up my alley. And I just told my friend, actually, because I was like, y'all have to stop gassing me. Everyone on production, everyone with MTV was just like, you're so great. You're so good. And I was just like, whoa, I don't really hear this. 
ever mm -hmm. because I'm in the studio with who I'm with every week and it just is what it is and I read a lot of the comments and there's a lot of the times they're so cruel I don't feel like I get my flowers even in the podcast space no one ever mm. tells me I'm good enough or I'm great at what I'm doing but, but, you do no 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 Mandy, you do but we we, we, we work together, we work together. But, but to be fair that not being resonated is probably why I have this hard shell when yeah. people don't want us on their podcast or they don't want to work with us or I know certain bitches in this industry don't really rock with me and it's just created this tough skin because I'm just like, okay, well, maybe when I'm gone, people will realize no. how great I was. So I rebuke that in the name of all that is true. Okay. So what I'm hearing for you very loudly is you're in this space now where you have to trust the audience more. Now that you see mm. it, they see it. So it's not a matter of people not seeing your value. It's how, how they feel about it. Some are going to be inspired. Some are going to be threatened. Ooh. Right. But they see it either way, though. Okay. And so you're mistaking them being threatened for them not seeing it. They see it. Ooh. That's, you know you that's it. deep. Mm. I almost started crying in the car because I know what that feels like to be like, yo, all I'm doing is existing. Why y'all yeah. mad? Yeah. Like, all Why I'm doing is breathing. Mad? Yeah. Take up more space. Fuck them. Okay. I'm Ooh, not mad at that. Yes. And you know what? Now that, you know, I, can we start off with the YouTube comments and if you're telling yes. me to trust yeah. this fucking audience? Because she also be telling me all the time I be granting too much grace for people. And oh, yeah, you oh, really do. All the time. But I will it's, say this. I hate Please it. do not say you're too nice. You lack healthy boundaries. There's no such thing as being too Ooh, nice. Oh, okay. You can be as nice as you want as long as you have boundaries. Okay. No, so, she yeah. don't. She be out here hugging people. I be like, why, bitch? <laughs> why? I love you guys I, so I much like as, a, as a couple. No, we're so different. You guys need each other, though, because the truth is in the middle. Like you guys are two mm. bookends, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Oh so you, yeah, because you, you guys like help each other stay balanced. Well, yeah, because we'll we'll fight we'll fight people for each other at this point. Yeah, like that's, that's really how sure. it feels. Like sure. at this point, it's like who got who's saying what at this point now? Because now it's <laughs> because I'm so I so I'm so proud of her. Like when she calls mm. me and she's like, "Bro, I can't believe they <laughs> they really fuck with me," and I'm looking at her like, "Bitch, are you crazy? If they did it, they would be dumb, <laughs> dumb as Your fuck." Your haters are visionaries because they saw right. something in you before you did. Right. Mm. I love I love people who hate on me. Hate wow. Me. Your haters are visionaries because they saw something in you before you did. Damn. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, Talk to me about this comment though on YouTube. So, oh, I'm nervous. So I've been, you know, I like to see because what what Bridget and I have been doing in season two since leaving the Joe Budden Network and being more independent with bringing so many guests on mm -hmm. and yeah. and especially after losing a third. Like, I, I love the idea of three opinions, three voices. That's why we started with that. Once we left, I said, we still got to keep it going because I just love... It's a great number. But yeah. also, a third person brings out so many different things in us, in yeah. us yeah. that I really, really, really like. So I've been reading the comments because, again, I do care to make this show better. I still care to be better. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know I'll be over-talking people, motherfuckers. I'm, I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> um, but this is a comment that I got, and I wanted to know your thoughts on this. It says... Mandy is a stereotype. She's the big girl that everyone knew in middle school and high school with no self-esteem that uses sexuality as a way in. The men she likes don't even like her for real. Another woman commented after, oh, I'm sorry, this is now, nope, this is another woman. Both of these are women. Literally her life. She's lucky she's light-skinned and thick. Two things black men love, something she's benefited off of. Ooh, let's get into it. And I'm here for the shits. Yes. If either one of y'all bitches ever sees me outside, <laughs> I, said, you're the Aries, I'm, right? I'm the Aries. Yes. I had an Aries best friend for 30 yes. years. The, the fact that I haven't I gotten the... arrested. <laughs> Wait, what? The fact that I, I haven't gotten arrested. No, the Aries. You know why? You know why? Faster. But do you know why I haven't gotten arrested? Because because the energy that's on the internet is not in real life. Oh, ever. No. And so ever. for me, I'm very. I say it all the time. I I try to keep things as sweet and as 
as you said, lack of healthy boundaries as possible because I'm a nice person until I'm not. Yeah. And I'm very, shit like that, I'm very protective I read that today I'm hoping by the end like... of this, you'll stop being nice and be more compassionate. We'll talk about the difference in a second. Mm. Yes. Mm. But Mandy, so, I, I hate that for you because that's hate, but go ahead. But, but not only is it hate, it's here, cruel. But here's the thing too, right? In terms of the idea that I use sexuality as my only bait for men as if just being big and beautiful doesn't get man's attention Talk by itself. It. Like, and, and I say it all the time. When I was 80 pounds bigger... I still got all the, I got all the niggas. Be all clear, I'm getting fucked more than a lot of people who talk shit about me in the comments. I, I will talk yes. your shit. It's yes. awkward. <laughs> I, I, I just I just don't know why. But it also makes me sad because I'm like, women, are are we that delusional? Are we that fucking no, delusional oh, about oh. about no, just about the about what sexuality actually is? It's not a body type. Are y'all crazy? But not only yeah. is it but not only is it a body type. I, as a woman, don't use sexuality as a power to get man, men's attention. Let's be, let, let's be very fucking clear. Sexuality, in the way I express it, yeah. is all about my pleasure. It's I part of your healing, actually. I can, I can tell it's part of your healing. What, what do you, in what way? So two th- truths can be true at the same time. Yes. So there's two things that, and this is where the, the journalist in me comes out. There are women who are performative in the way that they uh, try to appeal to people right. of all sizes. Right. right? Yes. So there'll be the girl who's the pick me. Who's like, Oh, I have only guy friends. Cause I'm different. Like, so that's, a, that's one <laughs> that's, archetype. That's pick me energy though. That's straight up pick me energy. Then there's the big girls who do not feel like they have value, who give out vagina in lieu of being chosen for anything else. Mm. That girl mm. does exist. Right. Yes. Then there's a the contrarian who's not doing anything, but typing on the keyboard. So those archetypes exist, but there are also women who, if they are open-hearted, can see the difference between somebody who's being performatively sexual versus somebody who was healing through sex. I personally healed through sex because I had an eating disorder when I was younger. Really? I was 5'8", 150 pounds, but in the 90s, I was fat. Child, I wish I had never gone on a single diet. <laughs> they dieted me fat. Because me me, when you don't eat, you gain back extra weight on mm-hmm. top of the weight that you lost. Yep. So I actually wow. dieted myself big, and I lo- left my body because I was depressed. Cause I was like, I was supposed to be smaller, but now I'm actually fatter. What the hell? I said, you know what? I'm about to be 22. I'm going to move to New York and fuck my way through the Bronx and Manhattan, come back into my body and heal through sex. Damn, why did we Being sexually Bronx? empowered is actually what healed Queens me. And Mandy, when I hear you, you remind me so much of those years of me making peace with my body through sex. It was actually part of my healing. When I went to therapy, my therapist was like, yo, you already started the process through fucking. Well, so and, for and, you, it's, it's a lot healthier than people give you credit for. Well, well even, even with you saying that, maybe I felt like maybe that was me early on. Like... How I enjoy sex now, I literally don't do it unless I'm going to be pleasured. And it comes and, through. And and the, the last partner I had allowed me to be every bit of every sexual, yeah. like, being, expression, every bit of me that was sexual, he allowed me to just be that. Mm-hmm. Didn't he massage you too? Oh, it was... Girl, I had, he massaged I got so me. He massaged yeah. me and stretched me. Like, me. And, and it's crazy because Shit. I just got a massage out here. <laughs> Thank you, MTV, for paying for that. <laughs> and literally the whole time I'm getting it, I'm like, damn. I should have, like, pimped my ex out. Mm -hmm. He could have literally charged women for the way he massaged (laughs) me because I got a 90-minute massage, and it didn't hit for what a 10-minute massage you say. I have somebody recommend to you. Rosa Acosta, she's one of my closest friends. Oh, we we, we, we had dinner with her. She works out all the time. She sent her massage therapist to Mass for Valentine's Day. Oh, I love that. I wanted to marry this man. Stop it. I will will send you his number. I'm being serious. Really? Shout out to Freddie. Okay, Freddie. Freddie with one D. 
and he will not change, with one D. He will change your life. He got a big D, huh? <laughs> you know what? Oh, like, well, it was not all it those... Oh, sorry. No happy ending. All right, Freddie. You know, I think that was my problem with the massage. I'm so used to getting fucked right after them. That's my I biggest like, dream. I, was... I look up massage sex all the time. Like, Wait, seriously? Really? <laughs> I really... My therapist told me because I'm stressed. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> because they relax you first, then they fuck you. Well, no. So your muscles are already... Yeah. You're open. I need Everything that. is already open. Yeah. My yeah. Buddha hole be wide open. Hey. <laughs> I'll be like, come here. Give me that dick in my Buddha. Man, do you know what the funny thing is? Is girls what? like you are supposed to be easy to dismiss. What do you mean? So that's why you piss off that's, so many people. That's why girls be oh, Because here's the thing. Yep. The archetype that they mistake you for, which you're not, right? Because receipts are receipts. Um, are the girls who are loud but have nothing to back it up. Right. They're performing for the mm. audience but have no substance. Right. And they're usually gone because they're a trend. Right. The fact that you're still here, like, working towards your first decade. Like, let's be clear about numbers. Oh, yeah. Thing, I'm right? six years yeah. in. So you're working towards your first decade and you're still here. And girls who are much more acceptable are gone. They're annoyed mm. that you actually deserve the space that you take up. It's just, it's just weird to me because in terms of society, we're fighting constantly with the opinions of men. Right. So the fact that women are also projecting these same things onto us, it's just, it's just heartbreaking because I know what being sexually liberated truly feels like. Oh, it's amazing. I'm finally in a space where I actually love the body I'm in. Every roll, every curve, every, like, I'm like, even when I lost all of the weight that I did, I was like, oh my God, I'm too small. I, I need some more weight on me. And now that I've gained it back, I hate that the audience Gained is, it back where you look curvy oh, and thank cute. you. Thank you, girl. And I'm not one but, of those but, girls but, but, but who tell the writer they're cute, by the way. If you're thank not you, cute, I would have said not. nothing. No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm glad you I'm feel like, that oh, way. Well, good for you. <laughs> Hold on. I'm serious. Hitting me, with I'm the, nice. hitting me with the Bridget Kelly. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that is Petty Bridget. I, I love Did you hear that bullshit? I good. listen to you guys when I get my nails done. So whatever color I choose is based on the conversation. You must have been having a very pink conversation because okay. my nails are pink. We were, we were really into like what we want from our partners last week. That's why I have pink nails. Yes. Because I was listening to that soft and pink episode and I ended up like... <laughs> big big badge energy yeah, yeah. and I, I i supported you guys at first because of bridget i was like i love bridget and bridget i don't think you remember how we met i do we'll get into that in a second i don't remember how we met i remember the last time i saw you before i moved and i remember thinking to myself i'm fucking angry that we did not become friends before this moment we should have but it's happening the way it's first off we were supposed to be friends years we so, ago well we we yeah. we did we became we became friends and then we knew we were gonna circle back so we were like i'm gonna put i'm gonna put a pin in this we put a pin not in a each pin other in no we put a pin in each other we and did. we circle back a year and a half later i feel like that's what happened with us so bridget yeah. was on the steve harvey show and it was a day yes segment. this subtle flex is brought to you by <laughs> jesus christ let's just say yes yeah, she was she on the steve, on the steve harvey show and on the dating show two out of the three of the guys were, were her, my, were her, my, my best like friends her best friends <laughs> literally <laughs> her, one of one of who which actually used to play basketball with my ex is he fine which was all my friends yeah, are attractive. no he's fine <laughs> all my friends I, I, i'm a magnet for attract that's what i'm saying i understand the hate that you get because i can't tell you how many times yeah. i walk into a party with seven attractive dudes who are on shows that people know and they'll be like why because men because men be loving blue don't get it fucked up but pretty big bitches out here winning but, okay but, but yeah. you know what it, and, and it's then, true can i ask you how do you feel about the idea that Big women or bigger women don't deserve love, are only being fucked just to do something. like. And, and that's the thing, too. Like People literally feel as though, as a big woman, I should just be happy for whatever I get. Yeah. And that men really don't like me. And I, I don't know. How have you navigated that space with still maintaining confidence in a society where they act like, as a bigger girl, we just have to take what we can get? Yeah, I'm clear that I'm popping. So if I, if I make a mistake, <laughs> I'm a popping ass bitch who made a mistake. <laughs> right. If I pulled a dude, I'm a popping ass bitch who pulled a dude. Right. If I lost a dude, I'm a popping ass bitch who lost a dude. Like, yeah. me being dope has never been up for discussion. Mm. And so I think for me, people using circumstantial things around yeah. me has nothing to do with my value. 
I'm also an emotional intelligence coach, and so I spend all day coaching other people. Uh. So I'd be completely full of shit not to like ingest my own stuff. And I realize that nobody who's confident ever has a problem with me. I tell Mandy Talk all the that time. Motherfucking nobody who likes shit. themselves has a problem with me. Anytime <laughs> Mandy and I go somewhere, and man, any conversation we have around confidence, around self-esteem, self-worth, self-awareness, I always tell Mandy, I'm like, "Yo, your light." <laughs> Made me so, it gave, was a it was a relief to me because your heart was open because well my heart was open but also I knew I don't have to shrink for you and you don't have to shrink Amen. for me you know and how I'm I so love happy. that there's no battle of ego never over here you guys you could tell that you guys are two alphas who are constantly creating space for each other and that's love. absolutely and, but but that's also love. as women that's hard because yeah a lot of women want to one up each other even in friendships yeah like the whole like we'll sit here and ask what are you wearing just because we genuinely care not because we're trying to look yeah. better than each other she'll send me her. Uh, her outfit, and I'll be like, "Girl, I'm doing a hoodie today. I ain't also, in it for the titties." Mandy and I, stri- I Mandy and I today. always. Oh, end I have my titties today. My bad, guys. That's mine. Mine are, mine are kind of out, but no. They say when, when when Erica and Mila came on our show again. I read the comments. They're like, "Ooh, Erica and Mila really showed up for the pod." Bridget and Mandy look like they're going to Target. I was like, well, damn. Look at here, haters. Today, Mandy's dressed in a beautiful Easter ensemble. Like, she's about to meet her boyfriend's family for the first time. For the first time. giving Mother's Day, but then, like, the strip club afterwards. It's really cute. You know, I got the little lace-up here. Like, you're ready for day and and night. And mine is giving Mother's Day like I'm a mother who's going to fucking Target. And that's fine. No, you look like you had some really good sex the night before. You're definitely looking like a walk of shame right now. Yeah, you look like you had a great night. And you know what? And I'll take it because my friend Brandon Williams designed this hoodie with her two jeans. Um, This nice little, this, this cardigan, this cotton cardigan again give an and, shoulder. yeah and i and i was in mexico last week so i'm trying to show off as much skin as i can with this with this light tan but also your white side is peeling on the back it is Ooh, don't do that <laughs> <laughs> and i, I, will, I, will I knew say, i was gonna be peeling you guys look beautiful i'm dressed like the year 1994 and i'm here for it i'm it's wearing a good year. fishnet stockings a good year um some cut off jeans and a plaid shirt because you mm. know what it is i feel like my job makes me seem so serious I, I wanted y'all to know I was with the shits. <laughs> so I look like a backup dancer for the Real Love yes! uh, World Tour with Mary J. Blige in 94. Yes. Okay, is, but you yeah. got, these are I Yeezys you got on? These are Yeezys that were sent to me by Ye. Ooh, this team. subtle flex this has been brought to you by. Uh, in case y'all were wondering. Let's get into it. Yeah, I want to talk about that because you and I have yeah, had, you and let's I have get had into some, it. Let's you and I have had some, some, good, some good thorough discussions Off around. the record discourse, yes. <laughs> yes, around, around Yeezys. Can we go on the record? Can we say something? Yes, I work my way through how much of this can go on the okay. I'm hot all of a sudden. It's hot, yeah. <laughs> it and my inner thighs are sweating behind my yeah, thighs. Yeah, that must be the Lord. It is, what yeah. Was the, what was the conversation? Um, we, we basically, I... She she provided some insight to me around the fact that a lot of a lot of the the media criticism really is centered around the fact that, that nobody... Ye listens to no one. No one is telling him that what he's doing is outlandish or wrong or, you know, he can be penalized for this and he probably shouldn't be so... You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, it, it just, and everybody around him is yelling "fuck him" and going crazy. Like that's yeah, not true. Yeah, and that's and that's and she kind of wanted to give me some some like some tea. Like nah, sis, that's not really what's going on here. He, it's just it's just a lot. It's a lot going on. Well, first of all, with conversation around Emmett Till happening, we have to be really really mindful about letting white women weaponize their tears in a way to mm. vilify black men who are already flawed. Mm. Okay. So again, we talked about how two truths can be true at the same time. Kanye yes. is someone who does things that I don't always agree with. Yeah. And the first words out of Kanye's mouth to me were "Thank you for checking me politely." So clearly the first thing I said to him was I, I, I accidentally checked him. Didn't realize I was doing what it. What was it about? Are he, you able to he, say? he was talking about some big industry people 
Okay. And when he was done venting about them, I just happened to go up next to talk on the mic, and I mentioned about how we need to stop vilifying each other so easily because we make it easier for the rest of the world to vilify us. Right. Mm. Like, I can disagree with you without dehumanizing you. Yes. Like, you're a human being that I disagree with. Right. But we tend to use black figures as pinatas that we can, like, whack at until the candy falls out right. whenever they fuck up. And then a white publication or a white celebrity does the same thing, and we let it just go off with the news cycle. Yeah, we jump on a bandwagon. And that's by design, by the way. It's by however, design. However, the things that... Kanye may may dislike in in terms of um, approach or the way people may ask or question or say things mm-hmm. is the same energy he gives to other people. Oh, absolutely. Which is and, why and that's he's, why I'm just like he's wrong ninety percent of the time and, when it comes to interpersonal vic- relationships. And he plays victim. But I hate so does, someone that does that all the time. But here's the th- the thing, right? Is right. We already know that he has mental health issues. We already know all his dirt. Right. Yes. So sometimes Kim Kardashian's team, and I'm not going to speak about it too much because I don't want to get in trouble, they sometimes weaponize what we already know about him against us and make mm. it easy to ignore him in moments where he actually is making sense. I always say a broken clock is right twice a day. If right. your watch broke right now at 2.15, there's two times a day where it actually is 2.15. Is right. Right. So when, when a black man is saying, I just want to see my kids who we have joint custody of, where's their party? Because it's Kanye, they know how to twist it. Oh, there goes crazy Ye looking for his children. Suddenly something that's obviously black and white simple can be turned into something crazy because he's crazy. Right. And so my thing is, I don't agree with a lot of what he does, but the few times that he makes sense as a human being, yeah. we're so used to de- dehumanizing him, it's easy to weaponize that against him. Mm. And I've watched it happen with my own eyes where I'm like, damn, I was there and that was nothing. Like he was right next to us when he was texting and he wasn't manic or crazy and nothing crazy happened. Mm. But I'm watching these headlines, I'm like, Oh, that is not what happened at all. Y'all are way off. And then I'm watching my own friends who do podcasts and think pieces running with something oh, that I know the tea I'm, about. Because right. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> We've sat here and probably for the last month, I've yeah. spoke about Kanye almost every episode. Wow. Um, I didn't even peep that. Oh, yeah. yeah no, um, because through the it Julia Fox era, the, mm-hmm. the tweets, um, the Pete Davidson stuff. I mean, there's just a lot of things that he's given us to dissect. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to be fair, right? My problem with it all in how he's acting, yes, he is Kanye. Yes, he may be right two times out of the hundred mm-hmm. or about hundreds two, of thousands. About two or three. It's just, even though, yes, Kim K is white, and I don't give a fuck about white tears ever, she's a woman. Absolutely. And I'm currently dealing with friends that are in relationships mm-hmm. that similarly mirror mm-hmm. where the man is somewhat demonizing the woman for whatever her existence is. And and because I know more of my friend's situation and we don't really know, I don't think Kim has told us half of the things she Kim, really could have. Kim the person versus Kim the team are two different things, by the way. 100%. Yes. So my oh, heart goes out to Kim the person. What, and, but and, her and, team? And I think, no, her team, her, I mean, Ooh, listen, Jenna don't sleep, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris does what needs to be done. I think that that's my thing with this, right? Yeah. It's... Of course, I am always, and, and, and we talk about protecting black men just as much as we talk about protecting black women. I love y'all for that, by the you way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we do, and we like, get, a, we like, get like, a lot of we Protect get a lot black of humans. How about that? Humans. Yeah. Black human beings deserve Period. love. Period. And, and yeah. I don't always want to get up here and shit on a black men ever. Yeah. However, in terms of the relationship dynamic and what we're seeing, it's just I know it's not a safe environment. For her, not even physically. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about physical harm here, but the mental and emotional like, taxing and, yeah. and emotionally taxing actions. Thank you. Um, oh, no ice. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. 
Sorry, it's okay. First it's world okay. problems. It's, okay. it's not Arctic enough for me. You know I ain't gonna hold you. Right. Listen, you see, you see. Yeah. She said it's somebody. okay, but she handed it back. I love that. It's okay. Here you go. It's okay. Please take it back. It's okay. Get it away from me. It's okay. Thank you so much. Seven figure bitches move different, and I'm here for it. Let's toast. Let's toast our our rich friends. All right, y'all, let's get personal real quick. Our skin, as you know, has a huge effect on our confidence. If you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, dryness because winter is cold and kicking everybody's butt, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated for you. So that's why I recommend Curology. Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. Now, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. Curology prescription skincare uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients, making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. It's really easy. All you have to do is just fill out a quiz about your skin, share a couple photos without the without the filters, and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. In a clinical trial of 150 Curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients saw an improvement in their acne in just 3 weeks which I know sounds like a long time, but it's not. Time is flying by. You'll be fine. Curology products give you everything you need and nothing you don't without fragrances or parabens. Products are shipped directly to your door every two months. 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, which means he said and she said that it works wonders. So for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 when you go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash STTI. Trial is 30 days, applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Okay, guys. Well, you know, Mandy and I show up camera ready every week for y'all. And not every week. We be trying, We be trying, though. (laughs) Either way, our skin has had a huge effect on our confidence. And if you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, fine lines, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated just for you. So that's why I recommend Curology. Now, Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. And listen, y'all, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs. Mm -hmm. From acne to the earliest signs of aging, Curology Prescription Skin Care uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients. Ooh. It's giving science. Mm-hmm. Making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. And listen, y'all, the older you get, you cannot just put anything on no, your face. you get more sensitive, actually. Absolutely. But this whole process is really easy. You just fill out a quiz about your skin, you share some photos, and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. And y'all, don't be adding them filters to them photos. Don't. And in a clinical (laughs) trial of 150 Curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients actually saw an improvement in their acne in three weeks. I like that. Curology products give you everything you need and nothing you don't Mm -hmm. without fragrances or parabens. Products are shipped directly to your door every two months. 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, y'all. We love five-star reviews. We do love love a a five-star review. And for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 Come when you on. go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash STTI. Trial is 30 days and applies only to your first box. Subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Yo, Grand Dom said, take it back though. I hate both of y'all <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God, thanks, stop thanks, it. but no thanks, they but thanks. Already, I love Libras. <laughs> no, Libras are good for that. It's okay. Please take this back. <laughs> it's ugly. Oh my God. <laughs> my spirit is dying. Please take it back. Wait, it's okay, though. Wait, okay. It's, so, it's so funny. That's literally what I did with my flowers yeah. for Valentine's Day. I was engaged to a Libra. I know what it's like to love y'all First on all not, levels. No, no, no. But but a man or a woman? Both. I'm pansexual. I know. So what was the... the what was the Fiance. I was supposed to be engaged to both, but I said yes okay. to the man. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I turned down wait, a Libra woman because I was like, look, I already know what's coming. Wait, Libra women are good. Not Libra men, but Libra okay. women. Libra men are not bad. Careful. Let me tell you something. But also, I don't believe it. I'm just saying I'm Libra just women say, are good because I'm a Libra. That's Libra's all. a feminine sign, so you're all women to me. No offense mm. to all the central Libra men who are currently in my life. Sorry, um, babe. <laughs> no, no, it's a very sensual sign. It's a very, we we should have a support group for those who love Libras because if you see me talking to somebody for too long, it's probably a Libra or a Gemini. <laughs> yeah. That's why these yeah. episodes are so long. They latch yeah. around me. They're like, I feel safe with this one. And they like literally realize that yeah. I'm not judging them. Yeah. So Libras, if you make them feel safe, are the sweetest people in the world. Like Absolutely. Damage, when he talks about you, yeah. he's like, oh my God, her heart is so big. I'm like, really? Yeah, I, love- I mean, on the show, I heard other parts of her being big too. He was like, no, her heart is so big. Yeah, this pussy big. big. The, no the pocket's it's big and warm. My pussy is not big. I do kegels because i had a 10-year whole face did i say three so ice cubes i had to do did my. i say three wow <laughs> mandy you amanda you you, you're now amanda, amanda. you're now amanda miss <laughs> <laughs> you rogers miss rogers no 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 but real quick the only reason why i say that is because as a bartender so i bartended for seven years nice you would be good at that yes I see that when I tell you niggas, and I'm going to say niggas, <laughs> they would fucking get their motherfucking Hennessy and be like, three ice cubes, three ice cubes, no more, no less. Don't give me no more but three ice cubes. I don't know if you've ever... See, do y'all know that motherfuckers tell you how many ice cubes they want in their drink? No. You know, right? Have you been a bartender? Oh. Oh, 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 no, no, you were a barista. You. you were a barista. You. That's, that's, that's very no, different. No, no, no. At Starbucks, no, no, no. though. With Starbucks? That's rough. I'm yes. not going to lie. Can you give me three... Of Can I have three half breaths of watermelon essence? No, you you're like, what? how do you gauge I mean, that? You know what? Watermelon essence. I want the essence of the water. Like, just, just have the watermelon in the room you, and walk you, past do it. Do you know what's crazy about you saying that? Being a bartender. The name of this episode, by the way, is Watermelon Essence. Oh, I love that you for us. I'm not going to lie. Like My patience in people normally is good. I literally am like, any Starbucks barista, I don't know how you do this. Yeah. Because even me just, hey, if my friend, hey, I'm going to Starbucks, do you want something? Their orders annoy me. And they're my friends. So I couldn't imagine. Half skinny, like, extra foam, <laughs> oat milk you know, with a splash of pistachio salt. You're yeah. like, what happened? Ice, but not that ice. Three I wanted- pumps. I'm like, if you don't get the fuck out of You don't even know what two, you wouldn't know if it was two or three pumps. You, you don't know you what wouldn't two know. pumps. You don't Speaking know what two pumps three pumps. Like. That reminds me of the one and only date I went on with a white guy. I felt <laughs> Wait, like I'm a... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love okay. She just bodied you with the segue. It was only she one day. Pumps, white dick. So <laughs> no, seriously, I had platinum blonde hair, like similar to your color. Yeah, but against my skin color, yeah. it brings around a different demographic. It, yeah, you look like a bond. Oh, girl, girl. I just it was all rich like white men yeah. for a month of my life. Absolutely. Oh, honey, when I used to do the faux locks, I got all the instant burners. Oh, I'm doing that next week. I got all the. I'm doing that next week. I need a crunchy granola later. Oh, the only time white men ever talked to me was when was my, I had Fulux. a short blonde oh. no I never had full whenever oh, I had short, I it had would Fulux. it would have looked dirty on it, it would have looked dirty on me I have I have like, it would have been very Lisa Bonet come on no I'm not mm, it's not giving Lisa Bonet give swirly you know like Persia white like girlfriend not Persia white no girlfriend. it's giving like white actresses playing Egyptians in oh uh, it's problematic yeah, okay yeah, it's giving yeah, yeah. problematic full locks on me is not a, is not a thing but you said it's giving Pirates of the Caribbean that's bitch. sexy yeah I hold you I love Johnny Depp that's um, the only time I love that white sweet. man. Okay, and honestly, actually, that may not be true because Zendaya did faux locks and it looks beautiful. So I think that I you need to rewrite that texture. narrative. We have the no, same texture. Rewrite here. that I'm gonna get you, you know in green faux 
it's a it's a sense it's a it's a sensitivity thing for me because I'm very I'm very we and we we argue about this all the time we about do. about mixed about our our mixed. <laughs> oh, heritage. let's get into it. Uh-huh. I've dated a lot of uh-huh. a lot of mixed people. I have thoughts that are controversial but brave about the mixed community. Please, please be controversial. No, go ahead and tell and us about oh, but, the, but the quick thing about the white guy yes, white is guy, three points. I was platinum blonde. White pink dick. I look cute as hell. <laughs> We're on a first date. It was amazing. Oh. He was Jewish and like worked at a, like a um, a tech company, so he had a coin. Mm. I've never dated a man who made more money than me. So I was like, oh, he's white oh. and rich. It's my, my, my Serena Williams moment. Yes. We're talking for an hour, having a great date, and then he leans over and says, I want you to give me your underwear so I can wear it to work tomorrow. <gasps> and I said, we haven't had he a wanted, kid. He wanted to wear your underwear? But he said, make sure they're soiled. I said, well, I'm a clean bitch, so we're already having problems. Then, <laughs> then he said, soil with, no, with your juices. I mean, I understand that, but it was an hour into us knowing each other, right? Like, I need more than 60 minutes. My whole phase already passed. <laughs> then I said, well, I'm calling an Uber because this is not working for me. Like, I'm signaling that this is a boundary that you have crossed that doesn't work for me, right? Yeah. And he's it's like, too early. He's like, well, can you at least, like, take my dick and yank it hard enough for it to hurt, but not so hard that I can't walk in the morning? And I said, I don't know what? how to gauge that. Like, how do I gauge if you're... I've never pulled a dick enough to know how to gauge how hard to pull. I ain't gonna lie, you just pull it. That you want it harder. That was my and you, first and last date with a white man. I, I called an Uber and I ran <laughs> you out of there. Experience in dick yanking? I mean, I be pulling some dick. I believe you. I do. I've done a lot of things to dick actually. I I, I don't ride dick though. Me neither. I don't ride dick. That, Why? I don't ride dick I don't at all. If I just get tired. dizzy up there, I just, it's just, the <laughs> air is different. It's not. The air is different? I'm all torso, so I'm a, I'm a pretty high. Yeah, you are pretty high. She I'm, said dizzy up there. Mm-mm-mm. You know what it is for Mandy, me? Mandy, legs dangle. No, well, that's oh, that's my you're, problem. You're a little I'm 5'1", and, like, you're, you're my, really 5'1". Yeah. But she also dates tall, like, He's, tall he men. He was 6'8". Yeah. My ex was, like, 6'7", 6'8". That's six, great, eight. Mandy. Leave him for us. I'm 5'8 and a half. Bridget's I said five, the eight. same shit. Leave them for us. <sighs> it's you, not right, you though. Up I don't, leg I don't want him that him? tall. Girl, the fact that I, I, I love that I can suck his dick standing up. It was great. What in the lollipop gang is going on here? <laughs> wait, wait. I just got a visual. Whoa. Not the lollipop no, gang. No, but seriously. Like, wow. I love tall men, but I think it's because I have, like, a Napoleon complex. So yes. I literally, I feel like, Which is also off, why I think it's strange that you don't ride I it, got the but. soul of a six-fold nigga. Like, when T.I. rapped that shit, I felt that shit in my soul. I believe it. Most I, little people say that. Yes. That, that's a Napoleon so thing. Nobody a, at 5'9 is saying that. So now I'm They're like, I'm fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I, I don't need. No, I have the soul of a six phone nigga. Don't do, listen. I will say this. I'm going to bring it back to the Kim Kardashian thing. I absolutely yes. believe that as a symbol, we should have her back as a symbol. But in real life, I think this rich white woman and her rich white boyfriend and her rich black ex, I, I don't think anybody's in, in, in trouble. I think she has the resources and the security and the team to take care of her. So when I see black women who are actually disenfranchised defending her, I'm like, this is not the hill you want to die on. Well, you know what I mean? well so, and that's the thing. I'm, I, I'm so not like, publicly I'm, I'm defending. I'm not going to shame Kim Kardashian yes. as a person. I'm just saying that her team throws their, they do things to make him react in a certain way so they can weaponize it. And then she, as the person, gets the fallback from that. But then tell your team to stop, like, poking the bear as well. You know what I mean? Right. So there's a little bit of, whenever you see something in, in, with big celebrities, leave some space for manipulation. Okay. My, my main takeaway from all of it, too, though, is to really take everything that we see with a grain of salt. Exactly. Because a lot of it is attention-seeking. And, like, I'm on not... Bo- on, on all both by, ends. On all ends. Like, everybody's... Every, both sides have been firing on all cylinders and trying to get attention. I think attention. they're all wrong. I, I'm on Yeah, like, it's trying to get attention for the, over, over, the, over 10 years. Like, it's been, a, it's been almost 20 years that we've watched the entire Kardashian brand come up off of millions and billions of dollars 
by seeking attention. Well, I so do, in my I, mind, it's and like... And pretending to be what you are. They, they want to be biracial black women. Okay, well, that's, so that's, talk, why, that's why you, they all have wait, biracial oh, let's, yeah, let's have a conversation maybe? about that. I, I think there's a thing called desirability politics. Okay. Oh. And desirability politics is something that I teach about really, really intentionally. You, you, you might have picked the title of the episode too soon. <laughs> I might have. I might have. So we might have desire, six titles by the time. Desirability that's politics. A, that's a hard word, bitch. Desirability politics is real, and it, it's something that if you subscribe to, oh, it's it's really hellacious. Is there an advice cubes for her? I want to make sure that Mandy's good. Yes. They melt it already. It's hot. Uh, make here. sure Amanda's okay before I continue with this. Jesus. Not Amanda, so we can go to Amanda well, Meow. The third ice cube makes you Amanda. The third ice cube. <laughs> Mandy only gets two ice Two eyes for two ice cubes. Okay. And now it's Amanda. <laughs> so the way desirability politics works, and this is something that has actually been quantified. So it's not something I made up. I don't want to take all the credit, even though I, I am good at You're making informing it make people. Sense. Yes. So the way it works is I'll make it make sense. The whole yeah. world is wor- is built for whiteness and 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 maleness, right? Mm. So white men are the top of the food chain because they have both. Right. Second place is where the arguments come in because if you're doing it based on gender, then black men are still men, so they can be second place. But if you're doing it based on race, suddenly white women get second place. Mm. So white women and black men take turns being second to black men. To white men. Mm. Because they each have half of the winning equation which is being male and being white. They're both oh. half of each. Guess who is nothing on that list? Black, Black women. women at the very, very bottom. Of course. And so a lot of times when we talk about um, colorism, what we really mean is not colorism as far as your color. What we really mean is proximity to whiteness. Right. How close are you to being white and male? And so what happens a lot of times when women, women are trying to get these jobs, they try to be as masculine as possible so they can at least be half. I'm not going to lie. Mm. You saying that, that was a conversation. And I think we, we dealt with that working with men mm-hmm. that – the masculinity or how we were showing up in a space of business, mm-hmm. I would say with authority, it was almost manipulated for us to believe we were being emotional instead of... Because it, now you, if you're half, then he's half. Neither one of you is a white man, but now you're right. not connect with him. Right. right. So whenever it comes to oppression, the person who is in a place of power sees equality as losing something. So, yeah. so, so a lot of times black men don't realize it, that they have an internal bias where they feel threatened by masculine women because they're like, look, the only thing me and the white man got in common is that is, we're is, both is, men. Is, is my masculinity. And if you're masculine too, bitch, now I got to share the second spot that I'm already sharing with white women. And to, uh-huh. it's, a, it's an internal bias that men are not, black men are not cognizant of a lot of times. But also that same ideology applies to the idea of inclusion. And we're watching it happen now around LGBTQ plus conversations because now any, any, any sense of pride or representation that is not that that could even possibly attempt to minimize the presence and the existence and the representation of LGBTQ plus is anti. So now the now the inclusion conversation is really about minimizing anything that's hetero for the sake of Mm. But appeasing. this is where you guys get got a, get got a lot of times is that who we, get got you guys get got and we get got a lot of people get got it's not your fault like oh, all okay. my friends who podcast you talking about biracials or no all biracial? all black people yes. get, get got biracial. when it comes to LGBT because you know why when you guys see LGBTQ plus right and I love that we're holding up the space what you don't realize is that conversation has been hijacked by the white gays yep so a lot 100%. of times one hundred percent so what happens a lot of times is you guys will come on the show and be like oh god the gays. You really mean white. The white asylum that's there. The white gays are mad because Adele said that she was a woman. Right. Meanwhile, the black gays are on your side, but the fatigue that the white gays give you, everybody else gets. And that's... So suddenly you're annoyed with the trans community when black trans people ain't got shit to do with the thing that you're annoyed with. And that, But, but that's my point. That's why it, it applies. That's so when why a black it trans applies. person is like, can you respect my pronoun? You're so mad at Debbie, Demi Lovato and all the fuck shit she's done. <laughs> right. But an actual black trans person who's being reasonable, right. you're already tired with them because part of being privileged is that you have the fatigue of knowing. Because privilege means you don't, you, don't, you don't have to know. Privilege means you walk around never thinking about certain things. When someone who doesn't have privilege walks into the room, in that second, you're a white man. 
So when it comes to black women, because we're the bottom of the food chain, we're neither male or black. Or, I mean, yeah, or white. white. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're the bottom until we met trans women. We're like, wait, did somebody beneath us? No. We're the Malcolm X said we're the most disenfranchised and disrespected. And then there was a trap door with a bunch of trans girls. Yeah. Right. And so now black women don't right. know how to be the white man in the room. We're not used to having privilege. Right. So we end up saying things that sound just like white guys. Like, why do you guys always want us to include you? Why are you always pulling the trans Well, card? no, it's not even. We're starting to sound even like white men not realize that. But that's, but that's also why I say the same way that you said that's, that is by design. By that's design. also why why that's also why the conversation around inclusion is also by design meant to trap us in that conversation but also, exactly it's, it's not but our also fault. no it's but, not our but fault. also but also the idea it, the idea that two truths can exist at the yeah. same time yeah. like women can women's rights and women's reproductive rights can be liberated just just as much as we uplift trans women trans women's rights they're mm -hmm. not they don't have to they don't they're not mutually exclusive they're not but so, but but We've talked about it. I feel like it has a lot more to do with fucking the oppression Olympics. It is the oppression at the, Olympics. At the same yeah. time, we're trying to climb this ladder. Everyone still wants to be the most oppressed group. They want to feel as though they have the, the, the bigger hole to dig themselves out of. But the question is, who are you in the room? And the first thing I always ask myself mm. is, am I the white man right now? If I am the white mm. man, I shut the fuck up and I listen because I realize in that second, I'm operating from the annoyance of privilege. So there's uh, going to always be annoying when you're privileged. Can I ask Having you to shut up for somebody. So I always ask, who's the white man right now? Do you, Whoever do you, he is has to shut up. And if I'm the white man, I have to shut up. Blue, do you get wow. that from our conversations on, like, I would love to know, like, when you hear us speak on and I listen to being biracial and colorism and privilege, like, I I'm curious to know how you feel in those conversations. I feel like, and this is a thing that's interesting for me. I'm a, a, a dark-skinned black woman who did not know about colorism until I was in my teens. Because mm -hmm. I came from, I'm, I'm Haitian and Cuban. Okay. In my family, there was always a bunch of light-skinned Cubans chasing after the, the, the dark-skinned Haitians. Yeah. So I grew up thinking, if you chocolate, that means light-skinned people are going to like you. So when I see a light-skinned oh. person, I'm like, oh, she's going to love me. Like, like, I had a warped, I had no sense of colorism. Because in my family, all the Haitian in-laws were chocolate. And right. all, all the people who married them were Dominican, Cuban, whatever. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, we popping. Right. So I was 17. Oh. And my mother's two shades darker than me. I just re recently realized we weren't the same color. I went and bought some Alec Weck, like a Lupita Nyong'o makeup, and they were like, honey, that's blackface. <laughs> I'm like, really? It's not my color? In my mind, not the prettiest woman in the, in the house was two shades darker than me. So I never right. understood colorism. And the beauty of me having that Forrest Gump existence is, I, by the time I was 17, and someone said, hey, girl, like, you don't understand. You're the only person who talks to light-skinned girls. I'm like, why? They're, they're my friends. I didn't have the me versus them thing. So I walked into it looking like I should have all these horror stories, right. but actually not because in my household it was a totally different story. Mm. What ended up happening is, though, I ended up making a lot of biracial friends because I was the only one who saw them as human. Mm. So my podcast is called Humanize because I humanize everybody, right? Right. And what I realized is there's a difference. Biracial girls who are raised by white women who are woke, white women who are not woke, and black women are all three very different categories. Yep. Mm. So the ones who are raised by black women know that even though I'm biracial, the person who I came out of is the bottom of the food chain. The uh. ones who are raised by white women who are not woke are like, I'm black, but my mother's the top of the food chain, so why can't I have what she has? Because she's the, the, the chosen. Right. And then the girls who are raised by woke white women are, like, both of us. are somewhere in the middle. They're like, I'm supposed to be chosen. My mother told me I'm not, though, so I'm not sure which one of you motherfuckers to believe. She sure did remind but me. My mother day. reminded me that black is beautiful, even though she's not black, so I'm yeah. somewhere in the middle. So white girl, like white moms who are woke tend to be like this interesting bridge, but when it's the ones who have white mothers who don't want to have biracial kids and the ones who have black mothers who love their blackness, it's a different kind of biracial. But see, so even within the biracial community, you all don't agree. No, 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 no. We, we don't our, agree. Our well, we don't agree. Are not we don't either. agree on our experience. If you had a, a black hating mother, you would be talking very differently. I mean, 100%. I mean, one hundred percent. But even I don't and, think it and, just and, has to do with mother. I think it also has to do with the environments in which we 
we are we experience and, but, and see, but, but and the, see, the, and the I, desirability politics of womanhood though there's something about seeing your mother be the bottom of the food chain or be aligned with the bottom of the food chain yeah it does something a little bit but different also, to you my, also, my biracial friends constantly tell me that but yeah. going back even to that comment i think that like that's why i was like really black men love thick and light skin like I think that that's something that's put on us as, yeah. like, instead of us having the conversation with men mm-hmm. as to where that is rooted from and why so many black men feel that way, yep. we right. are looked at as the fucking light-skinned demons that take all the black men or, 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 or whatever it is. It, instead of pointing blame at how men are showing up in this space and why they feel that way. Have you ever dated a guy who told you that he would not date a dark skin girl? Yes. And I have. Did, no. did you push I back? I have. I have because did you only have push never. back. Well, and I have. Look at Bridget's face. Just mortified. No, no. And I have. But also, almost everyone that I've dated, everyone that I've dated, has dated darker women before me and and after me. Like I have exes that have gone that have dated darker after me and before me. And, so and, it wasn't, and, and what's no. crazy about that is, it became a conversation. Oh, I be- love that. But only because there's a lot of men. I've found attracted and maybe wanted, but they liked white women. Yep. And nothing about me was white. Even if I'm half white, mm-hmm. even if I'm mixed. So that once Proximity I Proximity to whiteness is what colorism really is. And I get that. And so to me, the black men that liked white women, I was always black to them. Yeah. I was but never pro- white to but them. But proximity to whiteness, I don't even think. There's a reason why I say that because of Blue Ivy. She's the perfect example. Proximity oh. to whiteness brings in texturism and other things. Perfect example, Tatiana Ali and Chili from mm-hmm. TLC. Yep. Even though they're dark women, they're my complexion, because they have white, white features, and, features. A, and, and white grade of hair, texturism gives them a cheat code. So even though that they're dark-skinned, they jump ahead. Meanwhile, Blue Ivy is light-skinned, but because she has nappier hair and African features, she was dragged for her beauty because they were like, damn, we want a Beyonce to have a Creole baby. Why does this baby look so black? Even though she's light. Uh, yeah. So we have to think about it. It's not just about light skin. I know some light skin friends who are nappy as fuck who are like i'm not getting on this privilege i don't even like you don't understand texturism it's all about proximity to whiteness if you have anything that reminds them of whiteness even if you're not light-skinned right you're still going to have colorism working towards your benefit and you want to really talk about, about that? that we really I, talk about and that. That's i've always wanted to be darker i've always wanted you look good hair no like i i tell my mom all the time i fucking why the fuck did i get your hair you fucking white <laughs> oh, woman listen. like I I did you call Culkin last episode? Yes. That hurt my heart for you, Mindy. I was like, Bridget. I was in the shower like, nah, Bridget. Bro, you see what you I mean? You didn't call this lady That's okay. That. She, just out, she just outed my, my lack of melanin or the melanin that oh, I had yeah, that's she, temporary that's peeling from Mexico. She's looking like a fucking snake. So, bitch got a whole... Oh, not a snake, sis. Bitch, a whole I'm layer, terrified of snakes. A whole layer mm-hmm. is coming up. Bitch, you don't want fucking fluff or nothing. But you are kind of like a snake runner because you're shedding skin. She I am. Bitch, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm transforming. Mandy, we're trying to have a spiritual moment. You're talking about her I'm like, ew, you want me to peel that for you? You guys are not colorists, and I, as a brown skin woman, I need to say that because I listen for that. Thank well, you. You guys, are, you guys do not move in colorist ways. You move in the way of like, whenever you know better, you you adjust and you learn. And but you're not hateful. Well, you're not hateful. But also, but I want to be darker. I be there's always on my skin. There's always mad as fuck. Facts. Are you kidding me? I was out there putting sunscreen on. Like, oh, why? Why? Like, Meanwhile, why? my my co-host, one of my my, my past co-hosts, yeah. looks like a regular black woman. Wants to lean on the biracial card so bad. She's so mad that she doesn't look <gasps> biracial. Wait, what? 
Yeah, I know who you talking about. Anyway, um, <laughs> so be clear. I know what you the are color. so dumb. <laughs> you are really dumb. For I was real. like, ma'am, I just thought you were you were light skinned black. She's like, she's of... like, she's like, no, I'm mixed. I was like, with what? With Sicilian? <laughs> like, was it like, a swirly? Afro Latina? Like, see, what's happening? I, yeah, I'm Afro Latina. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm mixed. Yeah. I was like, well, okay, honey. And see, shout out to my friend. Uh, shout out to Milan. She has two black parents, and she's she grew up hating that because she's fairer skinned with this curly, not 4C hair, right. that people question her blackness. She's like, bro, I have two black parents. They're like, no, you got to be mixed with something. And she's like, nope, I'm black. And so it's the complete opposite. I have a hard time telling people I'm black, too, when they find out I'm Cuban, which makes, shows you how racism works. Right. What part of me doesn't look black? People be like, oh, you black? I thought you, are you Cuban? I thought you were black. I'm like, look at me, ma'am. What part of me does not look like a... Uh, African descendant. I look black as fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, you guys are so used to having Afro Latinas be like this but exotic also, thing. But also, I feel like people don't see a lot of Cubans, so they wouldn't necessarily. Cubans are tons, dark Cubans as hell. Cubans are darker than you. Let's keep it a stack. Oh, I'm not as dark as so, it gets in Cuba. Right. So oh, that's why I'm like. Have you been to Miami? First off, I'm I, I'm from Florida. So you yeah. don't you? I get of you it. Has Haitian family. Which one of you has? Haitian? Uh, well, no. so my she, she has Jamaican. So I'm Jamaican and white, but my oh. si my my younger sister. Is Haitian and white. Oh, so my mom, say, look at you. You know, Naboule, bitch. Ooh, okay. I love this. You know, nah, my um my mom for whatever reason likes these island men. I, I don't get it. I don't get the draw. She might have been a, a, a I do. A black my man is Jamaican, look, I get she it. She's Jamaican I'm now. Drawn, drawn. Oh, Jamaican men will my daddy's so toxic. give you that demon dick though. See, and Jamaican I, and a Libra. Oh, that's demon dick squared. <laughs> oh, so you're here for life. <laughs> We're gonna have to get a crowbar and get Bridget on this one. Yeah, you gonna need you gonna need a whole lot more. No, cards. West Indian demon man. dick squared. No, Libras demon have demon dick. Caribbean so men have demon yep. dick. To so the power of yeah. two. The power of two. <laughs> no, I mean I my I get married. My constant. Uh, not, let's yeah, I hope so. I'm, um, I'm a witch. I'm claiming it for you. Yeah, I'm. I I grew up around Latin women. And so you I look was like aware. a Latin woman, yeah. So hold on, that's not a compliment. It's not. Oh, and I'll I fucking tell you, hate when people say that shit. But I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll tell in you, New York, you know where we're going with yeah. this. No, yeah. don't fucking tell but me I'm Dominican fucking Puerto blocks. Rican. Like motherfuckers used to be like Amanda. You know that's a Latin name. I'm like, bitch, white people are named that too. My mom was a lot more white. Amanda I actually got named else. Amanda from Amanda the Panda, the Florida fucking. Somebody was trying hospital. to fuck Mandy. That that wasn't. You were named after Amanda. The after Panda? the fucking mascot of the hospital I was born in, because I was the I was. Oh, I'm changing your name in I my phone you, to told, Amanda the Panda. I told you I was the. I was Amanda's the panda. A, Amanda is black and white, and you were named after a panda. Right. You are Amanda the and Panda, what? sis. And guess I what? love it. My middle name came from my cousin. All right, I guess Nicole. So your yep. spirit animal is a panda. I love that. I mean, that's 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 what I was named. Pandas after. are red. But what's crazy what? about they're that? They're a little too? violent, though. They are. They're cute, but they can get violent. That's, like, that's Mandy. That's cute and violent. I'm yes. a koala bear. Yeah. Cute and violent. Okay. No, what are you? Where, where are we going? Bahamian and Irish. No, I, I did. The one point I did want to make is that I wasn't aware. My wine is gone. Sorry. We got to. We like, got to. Um, we might need to. Somebody just bring, bring the, the wine, wine bottle. You know? um, I, I bought you guys gifts. So at some point, remind we're gonna, me to we're give gonna you the gift. We're going to get gifts. to it. Mm -hmm. um, okay. The reason, I, the reason I'm, I'm so vocal about expressing the fact that I'm biracial and want to continue She's to drive biracial. the narrative is because I grew up around Latin women and it never. Thank you. Thank you. It never. Can I have some more too? I'm sorry. It never. Um. It was never beyond me that I I was okay and looked like them until I was a threat to them, mm, and then yep. I wasn't and then I wasn't them anymore. And so in Insecurity. my mind, 
Right. But it but that also let me know too that was that was my first bout with racism. Not real not not colorism per se, because we were all the same shade, mm-hmm. but racism. Because it really came down to this idea the that the blackness within you was being hyper. Correct. On like no racist. matter what happens, like you're you look like us and you're cool and you're down. Lenega, here she comes thinking she one of us. Yeah. Until right. Until it until it becomes a, a moment of a moment of cultural differences or a difference of opinion or a di- whatever the situation whatever circumstance would would allow them to make that, create that divide, they would take advantage of that. Mm, but that divide, though, we have to be honest about how systemic oppression works versus anecdotal oppression, right? right? Y'all, so, so we got two people with big words on this fucking podcast? That's okay. I'm you like, know some big words. <laughs> but you know it, some I'm big like, words, like, Mandy. I know some big dicks. Well, like, what <laughs> words do I I'm actually team sensible dick. We'll also get into that in a second. You're uh, team small dick? No, sensible. Oh, what, oh, what the fuck is a sensible dick? dick? That means Sorry, that it's, a, it, it's enough to make, some, make my cervix happy, but not move it out of my esophagus and through my ears. Like, my friend is dating a guy whose dick is so big, she's in physical therapy because he fucked up her, her, flo- her, her, her floor. She's her, whole, her walls are gone. She See, literally takes shallow breaths and spent the first year of listen, the relationship. I, to take his dick. I think I think that I had an, that my IUD fucked up my floor. Yeah, don't move, don't move my, my stuff with your penis. That's too big. That's, that's too big. That's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, but that was that's that's yeah, it's a lot. Oh no, what we're talking about is anecdotal versus systemic, right? Talk to me. So when you are someone who, let's say, you're a light skinned girl. Um, or uh, Afro Latina girl, and all the girls in the playground make fun of you because they're jealous. Yeah, that's anecdotal. Mm. Systemic oppression is very different. Yes. And I think when it comes to colorism or racism, we have to not mistake or conflate something that happened to you in a playground versus the entire system being built against someone. Right. So perfect example. I speak on behalf of plus size women all the time. Yeah. I got chin checked surprisingly because a plus size girl got in the comments and said, "Well, you're a fat hourglass. Hourglasses are still considered the shape." Or society wants. Do you know that that's what people told me? Mm-hmm. They would not, even when I claimed to be like when I was like I'm a BBW, I'm this, I'm that. So we, so we, so we fat like, no. shame and then we curvy oh, fat no, shame. No, 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 yes. they do. It's a be, thing. Thank like, you, man. They're like, the fuck? but you have a small waist, and technically you're big, but you don't look. But big. Amanda, pause though. What did Oppres- I say? Oppression what, Olympics. No, no, no. What did I say during Oppression Olympics? How do you always win? Are you the white man in the room? And here's the thing: this is where ego has to leave, right? Mm. She's right. Society applauds an hourglass. Mm. I am an overweight hourglass. So even though we're both two fat bitches, you're built like an iPhone. I do have a privilege above you. And I have to acknowledge that even though you're annoying me as fuck right now because I thought we were allies. So in the moment, I was like, Uh. I'm the white man in the room because I'm the closest to the ideal. Even if I'm personally annoyed because it's not about me, I have to show you grace because right now I'm the white guy. And it shut me up because I was about to come for her. Oh, honey. Oh, no, girl. I was on Clubhouse like, bitch, fuck you. Because when I sat there and was talking about being in an oversized or a plus size or a big woman, I even got attacked because I was a light-skinned big woman. But those layers are real. And so my thing is, rather than being mad at the person responding to the oppression, right. be mad at oppression itself. Like, you're salty okay. because the world was built for you to be salty. So how dare I be mad at you when you're doing right. the very thing that this was... The, so I said to her, I said, sis, you know what? She even told me I was in dark and talk, talk about dark-skinned girls. I am Rihanna 420 and Fenty. That's chocolate. <laughs> um, and I think because it's 420, it's her favorite color because it's, it's her That's favorite thing. It's kind of fire that it's 420. So I'm Rihanna 420. One. That's chocolate, honey, okay? Yeah. But I recognize there's about 10 shades after me. So I was like, right. you know what? In my mind, I'm a cute chocolate chocolate fat girl but all she sees is, is an hourglass and i'm not as dark as can be and in this right. moment she actually is right if somebody was to walk in the room and have to choose between us there's still a privilege. They probably would however 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 i told however, her that she got me fucked up however, but i showed her grace let though. me ask you <laughs> let me ask you that shit then does that not read more to the insecurity of her than where you land in the room only because i could be 
with skinny bitches mm-hmm. and get more attention from men as a bitch. Because you're sexy and fly. But, yeah. but also because I can say you're in a whole conversation. I can joke. I can do those things. And so in hearing those women that, yes, maybe I should shut the fuck up for. You're the white man. I always shut up when so, I'm the so white man. So then I should just shut the fuck up? You know why? Because let's be really honest. Her power is fleeting. That's mm. the that's thing, right? When systemic oppression is on your side, the whole system is built for you to win, and once in a while you lose. The whole system is built for her to lose. So mm. her having this minor win in this room where five people agree with her, when if we put our pictures up on Instagram, I'm, I'm sure who would win? I'm, I know that the team is on my side, so I'm going to let her have it. Uh, when I'm okay. the white man in the room, I realize the system is built for me, so I'm, I have it to give to you. Wow. You, you're, you're hurting because you're at the bottom of this real food chain that, I, that you didn't make up, by the way. And that's with all things, too. A lot of times when I talk to my biracial friends, I say, in this moment, are you the white man in the room? And if you have it to give, give her grace because her pain is real. The direction is mispointed yeah. because you're not the enemy, but the pain is real, and I'm never going to discount real pain. But also the other thing is, too, is biracial people, number one, we don't speak for everybody that's biracial. And they're all very different. They're all very different. <laughs> yeah, because I ain't like this whole right here. We don't, we don't speak for people, everybody, <laughs> we that's, for everybody that's biracial. But also we, there are going to be black women that we don't speak to and we don't speak for, and not because we don't value and validate yep. their perspectives and points of view, but because it's not our, it's not our ministry. So there's going to be certain things in your experience as a black woman, as yeah. a Haitian Cuban woman that I will sure. never be able to relate to. And that's why, to me, I hold the biracial card so strongly because, to me, that's an acknowledgement of, hey, I still understand that there's going to be aspects of your experience I cannot relate to. As much as I'm black in these other rooms yep. and I'm treated like a black person in these other rooms because I am black, I still know that the, mm-hmm. that, the, that the color line exists. If you and I were to walk into a room, my adopted sister is 10 shades darker than me. Her and I walk into a room. That's a different reaction. That's a, there's a different reaction. You know that's why I don't call myself African American because I recognize that being West Indian, being from Latin America, African American culture is so rich and vibrant, and it's a real thing. I don't want to ever assimilate and pretend that I'm something that I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, you can't. Exactly. Like, like, like so like, I tell no, people all the time: no, no, no. do I'll not, be, do I'll not be. try to co-opt the African American experience. Like, it's a very real experience that's very specific to people in this country, and, you, I, and I respect y'all too much. You have ties. To co-opt that. You have ties to. An island. Mm-hmm. There's a cult. There's a separate. There's culture. a full so, separate culture. Like being being Jama- like growing up with Jamaicans and everything that mm-hmm. has to do with that, and also experiencing my other sister's Haitian side of her family. That's not the African American experience at all. It's never the African American yeah. experience. Yeah. When you are from an island, the way they view even blackness is different. Yeah. Than what the African American experience is. But you guys have to get credit because you guys are ahead education wise. So, as a black person who is often mistaken for African American, but who's Afro Latina and very clear about it, like I'm, I'm not even first generation. I wasn't born here. They tried to deport me like 17 times. So, Shut the fuck my up. kids will be first generation. Bitch, so, I'm an immigrant for real, for real. Bitch, you here on a green card like my daddy? Like, I just became a citizen at like 26. I got here when I was three. Wow. They tried to deport me all through high school and college. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because I'm Haitian and Cuban. Wait, 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 they gave both country. Where were you, where were you born? I have to ask this. I was born in Port-au-Prince and then I moved to Havana. Oh. So they hated everything about but, where but, I came from. But I have to ask, because I heard like it's really hard to like become a citizen. Uh-huh. Like what did you have to do? You had to remember like the Star Spangled Banner and the, the, the Ten Commandments. Is if that... I if I was white, maybe, okay, but the, okay, the, the, the way racism is, is from that's the, the that, That's called being a, a what's, Christian. What's the other thing? The legislative yeah. branches, the branches of the government and stuff like well, that. Well, there's that, but there's something else. Bitch, what is it called? Do you mean the amendments? The oh, de- the amendments. You don't. I don't think you need to. There's 13 the amendments. Bitch, they you make do? you. That's why. No, if you're white, it's, they make you do that stuff. If you're black and from a country that they don't like, they make you take an AIDS test. So when I was wait 12 years fuck, old, you're they, fucking. They lying. said because you're Haitian, we want. I was I was a 12 year old virgin. 
they literally made me take an AIDS test to make sure I was because I was Haitian. You're Canadians fucking, wait, are wait, not wait. taking AIDS tests at twelve years old. You're fucking lying. This was the nineties, by the way, because I'm a little bit older than I might I might present. But like, they made me take an AIDS test because I was Haitian and Cuban. They were like, well, your your islands are full of dirty AIDS. <gasps> And so be very clear that even within the immigrant struggle, me and somebody from you're Toronto, fu- wait, me and Drake are not being treated the same right. as immigrants, okay? Being from Canada is very different than being from Haiti and Cuba. Y'all don't fuck with me both ways. Okay, so, so what did that process look like, getting citizenship? My mother went bankrupt twice. Um, she lost wow. her house. Um, my full Why? S- because the amount of money it takes to fight the system when you are from a, a black nation. Oh, my goodness. So if I was Canadian, I would have become a citizen by the time I was five. It took her 23 years to get the American government to acknowledge me as an American, despite me being... But y'all pay taxes the whole time. We pay taxes the whole time, law-abiding citizens, which is why I tell people all the time. When I love I, that When movie. I came to this country and they called me a burnt Mexican because I had a Spanish accent. I was in, I'm from Boston, guys, where racism is nice and pure. <laughs> um, and so they were like, she's black, but she sounds like a Mexican. So they started calling me a burnt Mexican. So I watched Sesame Street to like beat the accent out of me. So now I'm very Americanized, but guess what two languages I can't speak well? My first two languages, English, I mean Spanish and French. Wow. So my English is my fourth language, but it's the only one I retain because this country taught me I am not one of y'all, but I have to assimilate. But I tell my African African American friends all the time, I don't believe in diaspora wars because this country fed me in a way right. that my country couldn't. But my mm. country was also used as a warning shot for other countries because we were the first right. independent black first republic. Independent black country, yes. And I always say that, like, I always am convinced that Haitians have Nigerian heritage because you know Nigerians are very hard to yes. keep hold down. And but I see, they, but but they generous. Them niggas they are so Haitians much money, too. but but no, that's like, Haitians too. It's giving find Creoles. a way. It's giving find a way or make one at 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 any and every turn. Girls who look like you in New Orleans probably have a little bit of Haitian in them. So oh, when yeah. I, even, even when I see a biracial person, I'm like that could be a cousin. I see an African American person. <laughs> yep. they, their boat yep. got dropped off a little bit later than mine. Yep. Like to me, the diaspora is my family. Yes, and so because of that, I don't believe in diaspora wars. Haitians who talk shit about Americans around me get their feelings hurt. Africans who talk shit about Americans get their feelings hurt. Americans who talk shit about anybody else, I'm like, you realize you had Trump. Right, like y'all have your own problem. Everybody I'm knows so that I like celebrity. Apprentice. I love, I love black, I love, I love blackness. I love blackness wherever yeah, I find it. We do too. It. We do too. Um, I, I, I did, I did want to go into. We talked. To, I mean, we're talking a lot about just being women and existing and being black and women at the and same being time. black women. Um, we brought up the Kardashians earlier, mm. and that makes me want to bring up, especially because we're all entrepreneurs here, right? Mm-hmm. We're all podcasters. Um, and they have been going the fuck in on Kim K. So I wanted us to really dig into what she had to say during her Variety article. I'm going to play a snippet um, of what she had to say about women working. Bridget, All right? your face. You know, <laughs> I told y'all I have facial tourettes. Okay. Work. It Hold seems on. like nobody let me, wants... Let, let me restart it because I had to turn on my volume. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do. Get- so who picked that piano music for the background? <laughs> right. Fuck y'all, first of all. <laughs> she was the white man in that room. She was the white, yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah. But she's been the white man. I, and I've been reading a lot of articles on the fact that, A, for her to say what she, what she said, first off, as someone who who grew up privileged. Not only did you grow up privileged, um, you took money from a black family, that being Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brandy's mother has come out and said, you misused the credit card for over $120,000 um, in things. We see it now. Never paid them back. Either, never paid the them back. Billions, <laughs> billions of dollars later. Billions. Yeah, because she's a billionaire now. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just hard because in 
Because I know I said I defended her earlier. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm you know, you. like, damn, girl, we were sitting here rooting for you. But they now, almost got you. But now here you go. My problem really with it is that you grew up privileged in the fact, in the fact that your dad had money. You were married to your a music. stepdad had money. Hold on, your stepdad had money. You were a Jenner. <laughs> we know that he. Your best friend was Paris Hilton. Bro. Your your origin story is like poor Kim was Paris Hilton's and, best well, friend. Well, and, and I want to bring poor Kim. Closet. I was, also, Kim was never poor. It was never poor Kim. Never. But I want I want to bring up a tweet that I saw. Um, or maybe it was us talking. We yes. Were, we were we were talking please. about we were talking please. about we were talking about Sunny um Sunny on the View. There we go. Reading. I love Sunny. Yes, you know? she's fantastic. And she read the shit out of um, what's the girl's name? Somebody Graham, something Graham. The sh- the, the 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 new the, the like the um McCain's daughter's replacement, who is like the right wing Republican. She uh, was actually yep. Trump's first press secretary. Oh, um, and she did no work. She was there for like fifteen minutes and then dipped. Um, rightfully so. Like, good job, good job to quit this. Um, and so you know she's sitting on one side of 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 the table and and de- defending, you know, this idea that well, you know, when you work hard. First of all, the, the the problem with the the farce the the falsehood in the American dream is that if you work hard, you'll be successful and you'll be wealthy. Lies, right? And so <laughs> it's impossible it's to be a billionaire. It's from impossible hard. to be. It's impossible. The hardest working impossible. the hardest working people in this Make country less are in poverty. Let's yep. start there. And number two, you can't. Yep. And Sunny said it to her. She said you can't. If you start, if you if you're starting the game at third base, you can't talk about how easy it is to get a home run. Exactly, oh. you can't. And, and, and thinking hold about on, that, hold on, I hold fuck with you, you Sunny. Can you say that again? Say that again, real quick, because I gotta pull the gun shot out, bitch. When you start the game at third base, you cannot tell anybody how easy it is to get a home run. You nice. Can't. And I and that, that visual to me was so profound because I just thought that was the easiest thing to to envision about where you're starting a game. It's like you are literally you are literally th- five steps ahead of everybody else who's sitting in the dugout, who's not even in the game. Mm. You're on the shoulders of four hundred years of systemic oppression. Correct. Yes. They're yeah. not even in the fucking game, and yeah. you're on you're in third base trying to tell somebody how easy it is to just pull yourself up from your bootstraps. But but what did y'all think about that when she said that? Because she was specifically talking to women. I was very happy that. because the mask fell off. I think yep. <laughs> I was oh, very happy. Yeah. I felt vindicated because I had been saying, guys, I can feel bad about a man harassing a woman while still being cognizant of the fact that the woman in particular is someone who benefits from a culture that she doesn't fully give credit to. Mm. And she even said the first time she ever experienced racism was when somebody called Nori the, the N-word. Nori. Nor, sorry, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Nori, like Noriega. Yeah. Um, they called North the, um, the N-word or something on a flight. And so like you're at 35, you figured out what racism was? That's a privilege. Wow. That you had to have a, a half-black child come out of you and, even exp- and watch her get taunted in a private jet before you realize what racism was. Which, by the way, has always been a fetish for that entire family, as we've seen from all of the grandchildren. But oh, black dick is like, it's like their source of like vitamin D. Like, <laughs> like seriously. I they like put it in their green D. smoothies or whatnot. Stop it's very, it. She very, needs to read the room. Odd. She needs to, she needs to read the room because pull you up by your bootstraps is like the biggest lie that's ever been sold. I mean, but also the fact that, and mind you, my friend went through the LA bar. <laughs> the fact that she just thought she could just, you know, study Man on the side. going to tap me in. The fact that she just right. thought that she didn't have to do the work of going to law school before sitting for the bar. Like, it is the privilege. It's the like, bitch, you just think you can stay here and do whatever the fuck no, you want to do. No, but really what I loved about that, and this is, this is one of the treasures of social media. <laughs> Is, Give the, it to me, is the thread of women that were employees and interns Ooh. for them on for several different companies posting their testimony and re-quoting the tweet and saying, wow, this. where was this energy 
One girl said one girl said that she was living and buying groceries at the 99 cent store and had to call out I sick several that. times because she couldn't afford to put, to put gas in her car. Wait, was she was working at Dash or something? At Dash. But she was working at Dash on mm. Melrose. She got fired because for for freelancing on the side because she could because she and also because she called in sick so many times because she couldn't afford to put gas in her car to get to work. You got her selling Hardy t shirts and shit, but she has no health insurance and no gas money. Like girl, and your argument is and, and your argument is to not have a toxic work environment and to love what you do. But also, it's like how much it, the majority of people that work really fucking hard who are making who are in the very beginning don't love what they do. The glamour to me, it's still it's they're still selling glamour, and it's like I'm 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 tired of that. I want that to, I want that to go away. Their seed money should tell you everything. Like when they were like, well, Ky- Kylie's a, a a self-made billionaire. Kylie got millions of dollars from being nine months old when a reality show happened to erupt around her. The only thing and that Kylie has that are years. self-made are her children. Please stop. <laughs> Straight out the Please club. Not shooting at the club. The yeah. only things that are that Kylie has self-made are those two beautiful children. And it congrats to, to you. Well, she didn't self-make them. She made them with Travis. Yeah, but she cooked them for nine months. <laughs> a black man still had to help. Sis walked around. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. A we black man still had to help. help. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I think the Kardashians are people who are very nice people. Like, if they were, if Kim was on the couch right now, we would be kicking with her. Yes. But I think that they need more honest black folks around them, not the kind that they carry around like little pet dogs, but black folks who love them enough to say, hey, sis, you got this one wrong. Well, because I mean, it was tone deaf as hell. Yeah, but I but I also think, and this was something that I that I was talking to Mandy about too, is that we we're we're like in that in between generation now where our parents ingrained in us like work hard, 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 grind, 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 hustle, 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 and this new generation of like early twenties, late teens now are totally applying smarter, not harder to everything that they do. So that they don't have to exhaust themselves. Girl, TikTok and, is hard. Okay, but Kim Kardashian is forty-one. Completely, no, okay, I know. She's, she's an old, an I know, old but I, from the nineties. She knows better. But sorry. I, but I do think that. I, but here's the thing: she doesn't know better. She doesn't know better. She actually doesn't Kanye know don't shit. Know better either. She it's doesn't know shit. It's and privilege. actually, and I, and I, I, I don't agree with that because Kanye has worked hard for the majority of his career. He has. He's worked really fucking hard and and harder than most people creatively. That's why I think mm. creatively, no one can say shit. Have you to seen him. the Doc Mandy? We. We just and we did just, you wait? Did you? Yeah, finish, I finished. You it. finished all three episodes. I finished it. Yeah. I mean, episode three tied in, but creatively, but now, creatively, like, no one is sad. creatively. It, me too. Episode Creati- three was sad, but creatively, yeah. no one is fucking with him where work ethic is concerned. You're just not crazy, bipolar or not, ment- chemically imbalanced or not. You're not going to outwork Kanye when it comes to trying to get out his art. You're just not, and I respect that wholeheartedly as an artist, right? And so the unfortunate part about Kim is that what she considers work is not what most people consider work. Mm. What she considers work is what she showed up at the finish line for a lot of us. Right. Like where she's like, where right. she started to, to me would have been the win already. Right. So I'm like, you're already starting at the winning line. You're starting so what at are you third talking about, base. Madam? You're starting at third base. But Kanye, if you watch the first episode of that yes. docuseries, I mean, here's the thing, guys, I am not a Kanye apologist. If you Google me, I've written several think pieces dragging <laughs> the hell out of everybody that we're talking about. Yes. So I'm the kind of person who believes in compassion versus them being nice. And we'll talk about that. Yes. No, 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 let's talk about it now. You and I need to talk about can that we in talk, particular. Can we yes. talk about it now? I think the coolest people yeah, in this world are nice people. People who are performatively nice. I agree. Oh my! They're the cruelest people uh, in the world. You're spe- a first song. I know a few people. Okay, hold it. And you're a perfect person who they would piss <laughs> would piss them off. Yes, 
Yes. A performatively nice yes. person would see you as a threat because here's the thing about niceness, guys. And I, oh just, I, I teach a whole workshop on this. So I'm going to try oh to make it God. as short no. as possible. No, and, we'll make sure, and we'll make sure we're going to post the links to all of these workshops. As short as for, possible. For emotional intelligence courses. Performative niceness uh. means I am uh. a slave to being liked. Likeability is not based on integrity. Uh. It's based on stroking your ego. So if I'm performatively nice, I'm going to say whatever it takes to make you like me. Right? Ooh. Niceness is performative. So a nice person will say things that make you feel good, whether they mean it or not, because they're a slave to Here's the problem with that, though. Ugh. If I'm constantly saying shit I don't mean to be liked, I'm quietly going to start resenting the fact that I'm a slave to this niceness. And when people are resentful, then what happens? They start judging. Cannons. yeah. Because judgment is a facsimile for power. Is this what so this I'm is? being nice to your face. Because I want you to like me, but I'm quietly judging you because I can't tell the truth, right? And so what ends up happening is then I start to resent you when you win because I never spoke up when it was my turn to speak. And now I'm going to try to, like, sabotage relationships with other people who like you because I'm like, damn, how dare she not be a slave to what Bro. I'm a slave to and still be out here winning? Then, then they say, well, so-and-so is nice. Let's ask her about Mandy. And now suddenly all this cruel, fucked-up shit that is intentionally meant to undermine you for not being a slave to the same thing I'm a slave to becomes my opportunity to sabotage you. Performatively nice people are the cruelest people on the fucking planet. You know who's a better person? A compassionate person. Because compassion says, whether it feels good or not, I want what's best for you. So sometimes I'm going to say shit that hurts your feelings because I want you to be better. I'm going to do what has integrity, whether it feels good or not. So I say all the time, do you want to be nice or do you want to be compassionate? Because you can't be both. Wow. <laughs> that was a whole fucking word, but also, you know, I'm over here like, <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Performatively nice people hate brave, honest people. Because how dare you get the thing I want but, without but, doing the thing that I'm doing? But performatively mm. nice pe people also hate compassionate people because compassionate people are the ones that are gonna, sh that'll be the easiest people to expose them. But honey, I don't think you really meant that. They'll be like, well, I'm like, honey, no. That thing that happened to you, don't you wanna tell them that that hurt your feelings? No, I'm fine, I'm fine. Everything's oh my God, fine. Why, Everything's why, fine. Why is she telling them that this hurts my feelings? It's gonna make me look unlikable. You think that you're unlovable, so you have to constantly pretend to be whatever everybody, everybody uh, else needs. I know, and, wow. and I'm worthy whether you agree with me or not. And I'm a dope-ass bitch whether you agree with me or not. You know what's crazy? That confidence in what you're saying is what I feel like I've received from being on yeah. in podcasting for so long. I don't care if y'all feel that I'm repulsive even. Like, so many people sit here and are like, oh, my God, she's so this. She's so annoying. She's so abrasive. She's so aggressive. She doesn't. And I'm just like, I'm just being me. All the folks who matter who've talked to me about you have said nothing but nice things to say. Well, behind well, the no scenes. Well, one, no one's going to say anything nasty to me because they no, know. But, but, people but, say no. nasty things to me all the time. No, but behind the scenes. All the good I, folks love but, you. But who I am in real life, which is why when I read these comments, I've been trying to separate how people view me on this podcast and who I really am. Because I come up here, I'm going to be unapologetically me. That rubs so many people the wrong way. I look like the villain. So now I've sat here and I told Bridget... I'm okay with being the villain. I'm okay with people fucking hating me because everyone who fucking like really knows me know I will give someone. Stop saying that. Say I trust the audience. Remember when the first message I got? But I don't. But, but I need you to get to a place where you do. Why? Because the audience actually fucks with you. It's that the folks who agree with you are not going to fight with the folks who are talking shit. Just because we're not fighting with them doesn't mean we don't see you. Mm. Just because we're not fighting with them doesn't mean we're not fighting for you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Mm. I love that. Trust the audience, Wendy. I love all that. Right. I love all that. right. All right. <laughs> Trust the audience because they keep showing up too. Hello. That's the other thing. The audience keeps showing up. If you didn't That's like me, why thing. you at my party all the time? Well, see, but and that was that was my <laughs> dilemma about podcasting because in music you make things because you want to be liked, you want to be appreciated. You're making art because you want to relate, you want to connect. Music I is love music that is, that is you're a conduit. Go of that. 
Music is a conduit. Like, it is. It is. It's it's meant to connect to people. It's not that you. It's Your not an new music to be though that I'm speaking into existence. Uh-huh. The music that you're going to be releasing. <laughs> I know that's I, right. I want you to have some songs about the messy shit too. Okay. Because I think a lot of times, especially I haven't written messy shit in a long time. Okay. That's my shit. favorite shit. Like, dude, my messy shit is my messy shit. No, I'm shit. lying because I hated Summer Walker's messy shit. You know what it was? Well, you ha- no, you didn't hate Summer Walker's messy shit. You hated the fact that Summer Walker. We already heard it and saw it everywhere else before yeah. the music. Yeah. That's why we hated it. I didn't hate the music. I just hated. I that love it's- the music, but I found her self indulgent. And so, uh, I, people always say, "I hate the saying." Me too. Oh, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. No, I know a lot of tactful assholes, so it's not Me how too. you say it; it's why you said it. Mm. Because the truth can either be a bridge or a sword. So if you're telling me the truth because you want to build a bridge between us, I'm listening to you. But if you tell me that same truth because you want to hurt me, that's malice. Mm. I, I don't take fruit from the, from the poison tree. So it's not just how you say it. Why are you saying it? But I also think I also think that that you can tell a difference between somebody that's again, you, like you said, performative and people that are really that are making music because it's therapeutic and it's healing. And mm. I don't I don't get that I don't get healing from her. Because she's being self indulgent. It still comes social off as media brokenness. makes us self indulgent. Like, hey guys, I'm crying. Hold on. Okay, snap, snap. I'm crying. And like, I'm like, why are you reapplying tears and crying on social media because you want to have this performatively heartbroken moment? People but who are really heartbroken just go cry in the shower like everybody else. Period. Yeah. I don't pull out my phone when I'm crying, but we've learned to be performatively everything. Well, I think you can pull out your phone when you're crying, but I think... No, you cannot. <laughs> yes, you can. No, you Do it right now. I think that shit is can. so good. I'm not crying. Snap, no, I'm not snap. crying that right now. That shit is so goofy. When you're, but I think if, if you're, you're on having, live, maybe. If you're on live, what? yes. If you're on live and you're having I a real moment, I'm like, bitch, I'm crying now. I'm bitch, I'm, bye. I'm not, I'm not saying to wait until you're crying to get on. I'm saying That's what I'm you, talking about. Yeah, yeah. no. Y'all I'm okay saying, with these people taking pictures in the hospital beds and shit? Oh, my God, look at me. I have an IV stuck in my Somebody arm. did it at a funeral. She was at her dad's funeral. She was like, RIP, Dad, in like a bodycon fashion outfit. That was not okay. I'm being serious. Like, she, she did a whole photo shoot for the fiscal That is fashion. not okay. I'm still stuck on Fashion Nova at the funeral. I'm still. Shout out to Fashion Nova I'm for sorry. the free box of clothes they've sent me. I'm not talking ill of you, but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not wearing it to a funeral. I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently it's good to wear anywhere, even at the funeral. So more power to y'all. Bitch. Them and Zara hooked me up for motherfucking MTV. That's all I know. The gays love Zara. Oh, bitch, you really Zara do be hanging out with shit. the gays. The I gays love, love Zara. The gays love me. Like we, I'm sure confetti like, thunder. I, no, shit. All right, all right. You know what? Let's get into some music. All right, y'all, this episode is sponsored by Care Of. Now, Care Of is a health and wellness company that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Their daily vitamin packs are made with plant-based, compostable film to help limit the impact on the environment without compromising on the quality and safety of their products, which we love. Care Of offers a curated set of products that are designed to work with research-backed ingredients and optimal doses. Now, me personally, I love the vitamin pack Chill Pill, okay, because... Planning a wedding is a lot on the body and on the mind. I'm trying not to be a bridezilla. So I love that it helps really relieve occasional stress and tension and also helps my muscle strength, endurance, and recovery after working out because you know you know, a girl's trying to fit into her bridal gown, okay? My favorite, though, is the elderberry. It's the Traveler's Insurance. It has powerful antioxidant properties that help promote healthy immune function, which I definitely need with all the traveling that I do, okay? Jet setting. And with the cute and personalized packaging, love it, I've definitely noticed a difference and an increase in my intentionality around taking the vitamins. So make sure that you get your vitamins and supplements for your health goals and diet made from the best ingredients and shipped to you each month for 50% off your first month subscription with Care Of, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code STTI50. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter code STTI50. 
All right, see, the thing is, listeners, I am here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Come on, gift mode. Yeah. Let's give it sport mode. <laughs> gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now, it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers yes. for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz <laughs> fan, the reggae fan, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. So why I love Etsy, right? I had I ordered all my bridesmaids boxes on oh, Etsy. All of hello. The, all the stuff I had to put inside was on Etsy. I ordered some thank you cards and gifts for things after the holidays on Etsy. We went on tour and got some outfits yeah, on Etsy. Absolutely. Etsy got everything. They really do. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. All right, Bridget, I think it's about that time. It's about that time for a freshly squeezed, yeah. Yeah, baby. Well, that was a good one, that right? One, that one no, that was a good right? one. That was a good one. <laughs> it's because it's because her voice been hoarse all week, so bitch, now she got the sexy, she got the so Tony Braxton. I feel like Manny loves me. I feel like her, that, that was her, love coming in out her, her eyes. In her lower register. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to do phone sex. That was marketable. Wait, you did? Okay. All right. How That's we get fire. We need that for like, a make it make sense. Y'all gonna have to join love. Patreon for yes, that conversation. Join Patreon for that conversation. Because <laughs> that's fire. All right. So all of you have been in my fucking tweet mentions yeah. since mm -hmm. last week. Um, Friday, Lucky Day just dropped Candy Drip. That's Oof. right. Yes. He and did. Lucky I, Day is it, a beautiful it, it, specimen of a man. I want to lick his nipples. Just because all right. First off, let me tell you. He's right? covered in honey in the the thing. Like I can feel like the, 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 the yeah, cover Candy Drip is giving like. I'm going to lick the fuck out your Slob ass. Slob on my knob. Like horn, horn on, on the, the cop. cop. Yeah. Check in with me. Then do, do your job. job. Hey. Lay <laughs> on the bed. Hey, give me head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to beg. He would not have to beg. I would no, eat his ass and all. Wait, now, wait, I don't wait, know wait. We eating ass already? I mean, I... It's, sorry, look, here goes her. How we get to eating ass? I thought Wait. we were freshly squeezed. Oh, okay, we're freshly yeah. squeezed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay, so let's... I just, I just look away when Where's it starts to get... I'm going to pull out my diva fan because I, I wasn't yeah. ready for that. I think I need to get a fan you know and start... What's the dignified <laughs> part of the show? Yeah, like, Lucky what is that? Lucky Day is coming. What is that? Lucky Day is going to come on this fucking podcast so if we could dissect just... Not only I just need you to know I'm gonna get a diva fan from no, now on because that need this because the thought of eating Lucky Day's booty hole just made me really warm. Okay, wow! Now that I think about it, I'm not gonna tell him that. <laughs> I think he has Wi-Fi. He might be able to find somebody. Out. Somebody else is gonna tell him that. Somebody, somebody else gonna tell him by the time he gets here. It's all right. Lucky, it's okay. Lucky, it's okay. I just, I just want you to eat food with me. I won't oh, eat anything okay. else. All nice. right. You know what? Never mind. Let's. We get have to, to talk about this Candy Drip album for a number of reasons. So, so here's the thing, right? So we're listening to it on the way here. One of my favorite things about it is that each song sounded different. He got yeah. in a different yeah. range in his voice, which, like, just first off, lets you know how fucking talented he is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like. Every song sounded like it could have been from a fucking different artist. Yeah. But then the, the end of the songs kind of bled into the the, the next they song. Transition. The transitions were nice. Which I love. Wait, what did you say in the car? You said, damn, he started from being in love to being heartbroken. It's a there whole story. Because there were 17 songs, mm. right? And so the interludes, this is, this is what I love about R&B, and this is what I missed about, like, 
like 90s R&B and mm. early 2000s R&B is the storytelling aspect mm. of it, right? And why like it's the track the track selection and the track listing is so important. And for some artists it might not be, right? But when you're when you're an artist like like Lucky Day and working with an artist like D-Mile and yes, D-Mile, you are an artist, my guy. My bro, you are an artist <laughs> because you you curated this musically with with Lucky and so Listening to this project and every transition into each song, uh, it's literally emotionally it's carrying you right. It's and it's so beautifully yeah. done. Um, Seventeen songs, by the way, is a is a lengthy album nowadays. That's very long. And yeah. so we and we were listen. We it's L A. We've been in the car all day oh, and we could not like get LA. through the whole album. Everything is so far from each other. No, you love L A. You just don't like the traffic, but you love L A. No, though. I don't. No, she doesn't Girl, love L A. Like we're gonna change shit. that narrative for you. Maybe. That's what everybody's saying. We're gonna change it. No, the only but she's L A. Loves you though. Here's the thing though. She's she's a Libra, it's got to be her idea. She got to land. No, on we'll it. wait for you to eventually yeah, say. She I got to land like on it. Six she got to land on it. She got to <laughs> land on it. She got. She, she may never verbally admit it, but she gonna land on it eventually. You know, what he reminds me of. He reminds me of like nineties R and B. Yes. Let's talk about how we want love that feels like nineties R and B. Yes. Mm. I love. Lucky He's the Day man that I feel like so is gonna sing much. to me and serenade me in the desert in leather in leather overalls like Devonte from Chelsea. Oh, that went somewhere. Okay. It did. Yeah, it didn't. That's I how that. I feel. You know what I'm saying? He gonna sing to me. Do you hear this, Honey Drip? This sounds like a forehead kiss. <laughs> oh. That just sounds like a forehead kiss. I love it. <laughs> no, I, I will say yes, you, you have me listening to music differently because in this, oh, it's the instruments I'm hearing. Yeah. Oh. I don't know which ones, but bitches sound musical. <laughs> you know you feel it on your forehead. You listen yeah, to it's a kiss on your forehead. Again, this is such a different tone from when he goes high. This, by the way, guys, is used to be... Yes. The longing. Not the longing. Black men don't lo long anymore. Wait, they don't have wait, to. Come wait. here, ho. Like, like come on. Like, can, can and we the hoes be coming. That's why they don't, they, long. Do. they don't do nothing long. They don't linger, sir. Like, my God, buy me a drink first. They don't <laughs> wait for long. They don't go for long. That's why these that's why these playboys be out here worried about bitches' it's body so counts. Weird. I mean, my ex. Right. Long been. Okay, well. Oh. You had you a good one, though. So that means that you it, can attract it, another it, good it one. Was, it was good, but... It, it, and if you guys listen to Lovers and Friends, shout out to Shan Booty. Yes. Um, oh, I we love Shan. We I, do. I did a, an episode with her that as good as the good was good, the bad was just as bad. Mm -hmm. And I used to think that in a relationship, as long as the good is outweighing the bad, I should put up with the bad. Oh, no. And I think that that's where I got in the relationship where he made me feel so good that it was like, okay, okay, I can... I can look over all these things that are wrong with you until the things that were wrong with him started becoming draining. Yeah. I'm it's it's pulling me down. We're breaking up every other fucking month. This now I feel like I'm holding on to something that shouldn't be held on to. You weren't holding on to him. You were holding on to the glimpse of yourself that you got in that relationship. Well, well Ooh. and that's valid because I literally said I didn't think I was capable of showing up 
as a girlfriend, as a wife, as a partner that deserved to be treated in, and, and valued. You were um, in bloom. You bloomed but, with him, yeah. And when I was able to really show up in spaces I never had, I was like, oh, I'm a damn good woman. And it took that relationship for me to realize that. And it also took for me to realize you're not showing up as much as I am. And I need my person at the very minimum to show up and give what I'm giving. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he was capable of doing that. But also, Aww. it's the beautiful thing and, and what really made me realize even watching you grow in the relationship and realizing... Because you, you from the very beginning, yeah. we, we, we met... Both of us met our partners at the very same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So she knew... We both got together with... yeah, what, and, and you came back to New York maybe... Six months in? Three months into my relationship. Oh, it was only three. Because you came in July, right? July, August. Yeah, I moved, we, I moved we back We got in together August. in May. Oh. That's so, about right. Yeah, that's about right. You saw really even from the formation of, oh, no, we together. This is a relationship. Don't you, you love go- that, though? When that, that newness, when you when you finally realize yeah. that, oh, we could do oh. this together? Oh, <sighs> I love that feeling. I mean, <sighs> our, yeah, our, my anniversary with my bae is Juneteenth, so... How yeah. do you count your anniversary? I've always had arguments in my relationships. Uh oh. What's the date? The day you met? The, the, the day, day we fucked, no. Day to me, it was the day we met. So I met him on Zoom, May third. Our first date was May sixth, and literally to me, we saw each other every day after we met. So that was the beginning of our relationship. What if you had like, let's say, I've dated, it was love at first sight. I've dated several of my friends, right? So if you dated somebody that you've already known, when would you count if you've already met them? When would yeah. You count? So I had already met. Mine. Yes. So we, we, we had I don't date strangers, so I can't count the day we met. I don't, oh. date, I don't date strangers. What's funny is I've always after my last breakup. I, I remember telling my mom, like, it was the, my last breakup was with somebody that came across that was new, right? And I remember telling my mom, like, if I, if, when I get married, it's going to be somebody that's already in my, in my, in my wheel. Like, it's in my, in my peripheral. Like, it's going to be Agreed. somebody in, that's already somewhere in my circumference that I've crossed paths with already. It's not going to be somebody brand new. Like, at this point, I'm not interested in meeting somebody brand new because that level of newness for me is threatening to the to the the foundation that I've laid that protects me that protects the people I'm mm. around and so I would I want to be with someone that at least can uh, there's someone that can give me a reference point he's already been on character and pre-vetted. correct yeah, yeah. so so in that regard we got to we counted Juneteenth because Juneteenth was a day that we I I actually met part part of his family kind of by accident oh um but it was very it was very warm and welcoming and it was like well this is this is i guess this is this is my girlfriend now so it wasn't accident it was serendipity it was serendipity that's why we were like all right and it just so happened to be juneteenth so we were like okay well juneteenth is juneteenth it is then i'm hearing the same answer though you guys for me i always pick the date where i feel fully acknowledged yes so i felt fully acknowledged on when day you met one. him and you met fully acknowledged in that moment where you felt like yeah. we were connecting so it's uh, whenever i'm acknowledged that's our day one yeah mm. so if i've known you for years but you didn't look at me in a certain way till march 17th then yeah. st patty's day is our anniversary the day that i'm yeah. fully acknowledged is I think I think when we we started seeing each other, he flew out to see me Memorial Day weekend in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, that's love! <laughs> like he got on a plane in the middle of a pandemic. But Libras are good for acts of service, though. That's his love language. I don't know that's a me. single Libra. That's, 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 that's me. That's me. Why keep on getting engaged to these motherfuckers? That's, like, Libras be getting me in a chokehold. It's a, I it's got, a I, Venus I, fly trap. Literally Venus, because it's yes, by Venus. Yes, that's I don't why like, I said, y'all. Why are we in? 
the stars and the moons again? Because it's real life. Let Your body is you. 80% water and the and the tides are affected by the moon and Man, the stars, you're my darling. You're, you're, the, you're the exact sign that astrology was made for. Mm. Like if there's one sign that is usually going to get it right, it's going to be the Libras. Because y'all are, really? here's the yes. thing, Libras are the most endearing sign and the most annoying sign simultaneously. <laughs> and so because we love I'm you annoying. so much, we can swallow so much because we love you so I much. I don't like your face. You know they can see you, Bridget? <laughs> I Bro, told you can, I have facial Tourette's. Don't ask you. me questions you don't want my face I to answer. I love Libra so much, but at least once a week, I'm like, I might go to jail if I don't do this the right way. <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't approach her or him the right way, right. I might go to jail. Yeah. But you guys literally, you create loyalty. People feel loyal to you. Yes. When, when mm. we love a Libra, oh, yeah. it's almost like you're... But a Libra's loyal. I'm loyal to so many of my friends. You guys are you guys are loyal, but you're indecisive, but you think you're decisive. Oh yeah, no, I know. It I'm takes not. you forever to make a decision, but when you do, though, you act like you always made it. First off, like, yeah, no, I <laughs> first, always thought this. First off, first off, <laughs> really, bro? that's why I said no. don't say nothing else about LA. She gonna have to land on that right. one on her own. Because on Monday and she Tuesday you were crying, it. but okay, bro, you got it on Wednesday. Like, but mind you, I'm also hitting Bridget. Like, what type of set do you want? Send me colors. Send me something, cause bitch. The I fact that know. I have to create all of this shit now, I'm just like... You know what word to put in your vocabulary, though? I tell all my Libra friends. What? Take the word should. Aries friends, too. Yeah. Because should hold you guys captive. Because sometimes when you guys are alone, you think about how things should have been rather Ugh. than making peace and focusing Stop on how Stop reading me. You're might. reading me. You're reading oh. me. So, so should tends to hold people with your signs hostage. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to still X, Y, and Z this point in the game. Or I shouldn't have to tell you the word should robs you of your joy. Fuck what should have happened. What did happen? And what do we do with that? What do we do with that? You know what? Ain't nobody tell you to come on here and motherfucking weed us, bitch. This is our show. So I don't know why the fuck we you gonna bring it. You could, we gonna we gonna bring it. We gonna bring it back to Lucky Day Shit. because Lucky Day should have been my husband. Yes. No, 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 girl. Hold on. He should have been mine. Listen. We can share. I was Polly for a while. Okay. Oh, I'm down with that. Look at y'all. Three because, seconds. Because then I wanted to find a bitch. Look at y'all fine. Look at y'all fine and fluid. Go ahead. You keep him attention while he's in LA. I'll be the weekend. Come on, SZA. SZA used to be. A thick girl, by the way, like people. Oh, she no, fine. no, she was always yeah, fine, thick, thick or not. Mm-hmm. Thick SZA was always. She I, had a little belly. She used to have. She used to wear her was. cropped. Let me tell you something. Girls were not comfortable wearing crop tops with their little bellies out until SZA. I'm wearing one right now. On this First show. off, do you no, know? Do you that, know like, how jealous I am of SZA that her weight doesn't show on her face? It really doesn't, bro. She looked like a skinny bitch until you see the motherfucking curves. I only want to like, lose my yeah. lose weight because I miss my old face, bitch. That's I'm very same. comfortable with my body. Hold on, same. I didn't hold, miss on my hold on, old hold on, face. hold on. That bitch was snatched. I have a same. fucking read real quick. Uh oh. Oh. Apple. Oh. Who the fuck is that motherfucker again? Ooh. Tim Cook. There we go. Mm-hmm. And I know you died, R.I.P. But who oh, no, else? Steve Jobs who died. Tim Cook is alive. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Just cute with the tech I know, one, I know one of the white men was dead. All right. So, fuck him. Mm. Okay. And Steve Jobs only because, bitch, this is my phone. I don't need my fat face to be recognized as a whole nother person <gasps> in my photo album. Okay? You stupid motherfuckers. This is my phone. I am Mandizzle my nizzle. Oh, I am man. This I is, am Mandizzle. That's, you know, when you airdrop me, that's my motherfucking name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bro, the way Apple has recognized 
my fat self as a whole other person. Like, check out the album with this person. I'm All like, right. bitch, that's me. I'm Apple. having the opposite problem. I gained 60 pounds of a grief weight. Oh, shit. And so sometimes it'll be like, you and your friend. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that's just me with no. one chin. This is awkward. I, said, no. I, I posted a picture one time on my Twitter. And Damage was like, look at you. Look, I was like, no, that was just me 60 pounds heavier, lighter. Like, that's still me with the red hair and the one like, chin. Like, damn, who your oh. fine ass friend? No, you fine, who your fine ass friend? When I lose weight, people compare me to Eve. When I gain weight, then they compare me to, um, what's her name? She's gorgeous. Layla Hathaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I can always tell which yeah, one it is. I, I can see to, that. I used, to, I used to have locks. And so me and Layla both had locks. Yeah. So I can always tell wh where I'm skewing right now. It's very heavy wow. in Layla land. Oh, come on. Layla very. Man. When Eve okay. got pregnant, suddenly she looked like me again, though. I was I like, mm. I love that. I mean, well, it's also, like, I used to get, like, when I was 80 pounds plus, it was, you just get this Jill Scott vibe. And I knew what they were trying to and get. And none of us look like Jill Scott. None we, of us. I've been called Jill Scott. You, She's gorgeous. I, I look would nothing love like to her. Look but, like but Queen Latifah looks nothing like her. No, 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 no. But Jill Scott is the only person that I think men are comfortable admitting to be sexually attracted to. Jill Scott is the only woman I'm afraid to leave my man in a room with. See what I mean? And like Jill Scott, I too do not have a gag reflex. And so this made me. She said, High five to you. I learned that from my doctor, ridiculous. by the way. My doctor judged me. She was like, I'm about to put this thing on your throat. It's going to tickle a little bit. So I opened my mouth and closed my eyes. And then I opened my eyes like, when are you going to do it? She was like, bitch, I already did it. I was like, oh, I didn't feel that. That's awesome. Good okay. for y'all. And we, um, anyway, on to like, back to Lucky Day. Anything else on Lucky Day? Right. Um, I did I did want to play Ego because okay. Ego is my favorite record on the project. And of course, D-Mile did produce Ooh, it. Listen. So I did want to give that a listen. Um, lyrically, it's fantastic, but... Yeah. Go ahead, keep talking. What else do you think about um, this? One? What is it about? Ego? What is it about? So basically, I, first of all, I think it's the sexiest thing ever when a man can discuss the the, the flaw that is his ego. Mm. Um, I and he says, mm. is, is that you, baby? Check when you're making no sense in this hotel bed. Feels like, what are we doing? But I'd be selfish bailing on you or bailing for new repair. Which I feel like, I, I kind of feel like he's talking to his ego. Mm. If it's love, why we break it? No one to save me. Your spark got lazy. Now our hearts are breaking. You know I want you for mine. Lord knows I got to fly. Where to draw the line? I'm working on my ego. Before we go, we go. Girl, I want you all the time. I've been loving on you blind. And that ain't a free throw. Working on my ego. Oh, I love oh. that. He went to therapy. He, he went to therapy. He's giving therapy. He's giving therapy to me. Yeah. Oh, nice. But also, if y'all just want some In good R&B. Yeah. Like, yeah. His second verse starts with selfless. Mm. I learned to love myself less. Mm. And now I felt it. Sometimes my heart gets helpless. Don't abuse it. Easy for me to care and you want me there. Like, I just... Ooh. Ooh. I love a man. My nipples just got hard. I would play this on the third date. I would play yeah. this on the third date. I'm only playing this if I'm in love. But I a third date is enough at this age. I'm in Aries. At third date, she I'm usually in love. She said a third date. I, I love you. I'm in actually. I, I'm in Aries. No, no. I'm in love usually. Let, second date. Let me tell date. you, at my big age, I know a lot quicker. I was in love on my first date. My first date with Bay was a driving movie, and I oh, knew I was in love. Well, oh, I knew. Well, movies are sexy though. Well, first of all, he he flew across the country to surprise me, and I knew and I knew then that I was in love because he didn't know how much I love a surprise. Because to me, a surprise requires thought. It requires planning. I don't and give time. a fuck when I got a surprise birthday Consideration. party. I ain't but it wasn't thoughtful though. It wasn't thoughtful because because he did why. he didn't he listen did what to I you. said I didn't want. Yeah. He didn't listen to you. But, but you like surprises. I love surprises. Anybody and I, I date next, please watch this video. I want a surprise. Yes, y'all have surprised me ever. I love surprises. I don't and, like and surprises. Him surprising girl, I'll me. watch a movie and be 
And I'll Google the ending. <laughs> Mandy, what kind <laughs> of control freak? And you try to no, what the no, hell? no, it's a, it's a different level. Help. It's don't a laugh. different level. Like, no, don't laugh. It's a different help. level. It's a different level of control. I told you. Is that what it is? No, yes. Serious control. I literally freaking. Google or I tweeted to see who tells me. This May, ending. you see why I say it was that unmanageable? Means Wait, you do the same tor- thing. That's a cry for help, love. You're a beautiful girl, but you and Manny both but need also to have some therapy Manny, together. The auda- and the audacity of you trying to get me to sit through fucking Titanic with the, with the fucking the sneaky link with the rich girl and the poor boy. Don't do that. I'm not watching yeah. that, that three-hour yeah. sneaky link with knowing the boat going to sink. I know the end. I'm not sitting through it. That's why Manny likes it because she knew the end. I did. Oh, That's why I like that movie. I'm Maybe. the opposite. I that guess might the be end. it. I guess the end a lot. I don't know if it's because I'm a writer or because I'm psychic. No, but that's but I why I also like documentaries because I, I, I just go I to the a Wikipedia lot of, page. a lot of the, the banters and the conversations. Especially Will Smith movies. I can always guess the end of a Will Smith movie. First off, can I ask <laughs> you your thoughts on them rebooting I Am Legend? Get that check. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All I'm hearing is cha-ching. Like, do we even care if there's a plot? Sounds like, good. It's a, it's a money grab. It's okay. Money. It, it feels like it could be good, but that's not why they showed up. They showed up because I Am Legend, Will Smith, and whoever else is, is tied to it. It's going to be a money grab. So you're saying you don't care about the reboot? I will support it if it's convenient for me, but it's, <laughs> I don't think it's a passion project. Okay, no. well, well, let's get into real quick the shit we, that we don't care about. Shit we oh. really don't care about. Because we don't care about that shit. I really um, don't care about I'm going to play this clip um, because we had two things we could get to. Should I be nervous? Is this I the part s- where things get spicy? Real, real quick, no. actually, let me ask it you. It could, though. because we, because Not really, not usually, but it could. Well, we want to keep you uh, so that we can add... Um, some conversations over to our Patreon. Again, if you're not on our Patreon, join patreon.com backslash see the thing is pod. And we want to be able to get some Patreon. I'm on your Patreon. I joined. Oh, yes, she did. She absolutely did. I saw the email. I was like, I picked a black podcast. Last year it was Around the Way Curls and this year it's you guys. Shout out to Antoinette. Mm -hmm. Okay. Antoinette, fine. Let me tell you something. I'm not into femmes, but Antoinette is fine. She is very amazing. She is a beautiful queen. She'll be, she'll be on this spot again. So, do you guys want to get into before we leave out of here? Shit, we don't care are, about. Are we, are, are we getting into Jesse or are we getting into body count with Lil Dirk? Which one do y'all want to do? I mean, let's do body count. I, I mean, I, I'm so glad let's you do body count because I, I would like about, to hear about the subway sandwich okay. and the new persona. Well, I want to um, play the clip. Basically, Lil Dirk was on, if I'm not mistaken, was it Million Dollars Worth of Game? Yep, yeah. which uh, is, which I actually I, I actually so like good. that podcast oh, girl, a lot. It's, a, it's in my rotation. It's doing really I well. I really enjoy it a they, lot. But I love also, Gillian they're Wallow so now. different. Yeah, they remind me of they remind art. me of us. They remind they me of us. They're so they remind different. Me of the male version of us. But also, there's no condescending. Or, they allow each other again. They grant each other the space to be the different Themselves. men that they are. Yeah, and there's not one that's over the other. It's giving outcasts. Like yeah, you just have it's giving mutually beneficial, which by the way is the yes. healthiest way to have a relationship. Oh my god, and it's that's fantastic. what it's giving. Yes, yeah. um, I'm gonna play this clip. Basically, Lil Dirk was on the podcast, and he was asked what his he fav- also brought a million dollars to the million dollars podcast, which I thought Did was fantastic. Wait, that phone. was his money on the table. Yes, he came in with a million dollars. I right. want these problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, who's going to hold my problem. purse with a million dollars? Right. God, I see what you've done for others. I'm going to play this clip. It's Lil Dirk, who pretty much says um, the main reason why he, appro- uh, he proposed to India. Oh, that's beautiful. What can I say? Oh, I'm, I'm petty as hell. Like, if you all it, I ain't going to wife you. That's me. That's why he wiped India. I that's me. Too. I yes, was, sir. Hey, I wake up in the middle of the night and get medals. Two years ago, like, yeah, that just that's me. me too. Yeah, but it's like everything about it, like being real, not cheating. She ain't been passed around, and it was like a body count. That's what really did. 
Okay. So my, this this is why my, this my favorite youngin. No, but this, you see, this why my mom. Wow. And me, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm petty as it. All right. So he, Lil Durk, uh, went on to this podcast to say the reason why he chose to wife India. I need to Google how old Lil Durk is. Is Hold on. because. And a half? 15, 15. It is because of her body count and oh, the fact that she wasn't passed around. Can I also add that this is the same man who has seven children and five baby mamas? Oh, this is so problematic. Oh, God, this is like old school problematic. But also, as an adult, like, it's so weird, too, because, right, as women, we show up in the bedroom. We know we have to kind of show out because that's what keeps us there. But also, men will judge us by how good we are in bed as well. Mm-hmm. As to judge us, to, damn, how much have you really practiced? How many men have you really been with? Damn, how do you know how to do that? They want you to have sex like a whore but still be a virgin. Which is, make that make sense. Make it make sense. Carry the one and finish that math for me, bro. Because <laughs> Carry the, the one. The math is not mathing on the me math being a hoe. is not mathing. But not doing hoe activities. But also, a part of me, and, and we'll, we talk about the men potting, and it's crazy because I love a man who can communicate, mm-hmm. but these chatty patties, Talking and communicating hey, are not the same thing. Okay. Oh, 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 wait. No, you can, you, yeah, because oh, you, you, you can talk a whole talk, lot. But they're not communicating. And say nothing. Ah. It's about three and a half hours of nothingness. Mm. <laughs> like, it's static noise with a lower third and, and, and a, a lot of buzzwords. Yeah. And a lot of buzzwords. Yeah, like, it, it's giving, um, I don't, I'm not a dick shamer, but it is giving little dick energy. Mm. You guys know that I'm team reasonable dick, and I told, explained to you why. <laughs> yes. I don't want you to move my cervix. Only a doctor should be doing that. I so. value I value all of the placements of my I want organs. all my parts yes. to be where they were when That's you found correct. me. I, I, I'm in my 40s now, but I do key You're in your 40s? Yeah. I'm Really? Just to show you guys how old I am, I'm three months older than Joe Budden. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, you old as fuck, because that nigga old. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, damn, you old as shit, nigga. I am oh, Father Christmas. Ladies Not and gentlemen, Father Christmas. I need y'all to moisturize, okay? Because there's some millennials out here who be giving me advice like they are my elders. I'm like, sure, sis, I would have been your babysitter, but go ahead. <laughs> sure, give me all the advice. And that and that now gives new meaning to you understanding the value of 1994. Yeah. I was there. You were there. Fully you were present there. the first time. Yes. You knew what was going on. You had already you touched were... the penis by 94. Yeah. Yeah. You was already in high school at that Wait, point. Wait, you mm-hmm. touched the penis in 94? This is how I scare younger people. I she was to, in high school. I went to college in the 90s, guys. <gasps> Yeah. That always works with y'all. So I'm with the college. Now with y'all. Who is y'all? I mean, my, Bay graduated in So here's the thing. There's, there's, there's high millennials. School, graduated high school in 98. Me too. So here's yeah. the thing. We, we're the same age. Yeah. So here's the thing. There's millennials, but me and Bridget's boyfriend are called Zennials. We're too oh. young-minded to be actual um, Gen Z. That makes so much but sense. But we are too old to be millennials. It's yeah. like a micro... Uh, uh, Category from 1975 to 1985, we're a miniature generation that will never exist again. Yeah, because y'all aren't, yeah, 85 is not millennial? No, 75 to 85 is called zennials. We're the crotch of analog and digital. We saw both. (laughs) I mean, I was born in 86, so that makes sense. So yeah, so you you would be like a, like almost like a- I'm on the cusp. You're on the cusp. I'm on the cusp. You're nowhere near us. You're a a, a true blue, which you are. I'm a 90s baby. I would have babysat you. I'm a 90s baby. You are a full 90s baby. My, My godchild is 26. Wow. So my okay. godchild wait, 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 wait. is five. So you, <laughs> so you think what what how old did you say Lil Durk was? Lil Durk is twenty nine years old. Here's oh, the thing. Oh, yeah, he's a little he, old he's for that. He's too old to be caring but about also, fucking body you have, count. You have five you have children with five women. You are not in a position. The one thing I will say, and you posted this on your story the other day, which I thought was pure comedy. I post so much, a, I'm nervous. What did I post? It's a le- it, the level of accuracy just made it was a deep it was a deep diaphragm laugh. Um 
because and and maybe it's because I'm 35 and I understand the value of this and understand the value of being a woman of a certain age. It's a great age, by the way. 35 is so I, bomb. I would relive my 35. Oh my god, I got it's four so more years till I even get there. Or that I was still holding your age, man. So you're ahead of me. I was still holding at 31. 30, 31. Yeah. Oh, 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 I just got flewed out. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. she back. She back I'm, in the streets. I'm, I'm yeah. single. I didn't get since I was Bridget's age. She back in the streets, Bitch, but the streets, back the, the streets. streets. She back in the streets, but the streets is Park Ave now. It's not Times uh, Square. It's oh, Park oh, Ave now. Seven figure bitches have different. You know what it's I mean? very Problem. different. Oh no 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 the, no no no. If the expectations are very different. Oh, it's I'm, way I'm very different. proud. Very proud. I love oh, this for you. And he showed up how he needed to. I wasn't even mad. Hello. Um, but I I will say that I think um. That for little Dirk, the pro- my my issue is is that women and you put po- this little is what you posted. Dirk. The fact that you little, said little Dirk, I'm gonna I'm gonna add tease. So old. I'm sick of the littles because <laughs> I'm I'm sick of you. I'm sick little of y'all Dirk. removing consonants from from words that you just ordinarily don't want. You're too lazy to. Type I'm still recovering from fabulous spending his, spelling his name like that. B O L O U S. I mean, I'm from, I'm from New York where we grew up with fabuloso, so I can't. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> any objection true. to the misspelling Me of the word. Um, but. My the thing that I will laugh about is the fact that you posted this woman saying that most women, um, that the idea the the idea that women are ever going to tell you how, what their body count is is a is a is is a farce because number one either either we're not going to give you the actual number because we're not interested in going back and forth with you about the validity of it and number two. We don't know. <laughs> I have not counted my body count I since 2007. Not, I have no idea what but my body count is. I have no point, idea what my body count is. I got this nigga is. from Atlanta in my DMs right now who is certain we had sex. I don't recall. And apparently and we it, 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 Both of you could be right. We, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's happened. I, I, I used to pr- produce content over at the no. Grio. And I had one of my producers say, Blue, you're bisexual. I was like, I'm paying. She's like, one of my, I think you slept with one of my friends. They were talking about a bisexual blue who broke her heart and didn't call her back. And I was like, Might maybe <laughs> it's possible. Look, I've been around the block so many times. You might be right. It's possible. I just, and I think, yeah. I think I, I loved that because I felt like number one, it's Fuck such a, it's such donation. a testament. Well, it's such a testament to women owning our power and what we do with our bodies. Our body is our power and it's got nothing to do with a judgment of men. It's got nothing to do with anything that men feel like we are we are determined by or defined by like there's no because you'll never know mm. men will never know men if women are giving you a number it's not the real number move the fuck on oh i'd be lying yeah and that number doesn't mean anything also. it's number doesn't mean anything bitch but also if i had to guess the number of men and women uh. that i've had sex with to stay alive yeah for 10 million dollars i could not give you the accurate yeah. number you know, you know what it is though like my thing is i've met some ethical sluts i was an ethical slut i'm an ethical slut. when i was going through my whole face i was very ethical i didn't lie to anybody but i know some like dastardly like disney villain prudes i know people who are not fucking and who are horrible people disney so, villain prudes so, is so, such so a i need wild. you to act like just because you're not getting your back blown out that you're a good person you can be dickless and miserable it happens all the time mm, and you can does. be getting laid and be a decent nice person it does well Check this out, right? If you guys love hearing from Blue, you do. Join our Patreon because we're keeping her to have a deeper conversation. But also, we are going to go out to some more Lucky Day. Yes, Um, Daddy. I mean, Lucky Day. You better not call him Daddy. That's my Zaddy. All right. Well, go ahead and let all of our listeners know. First off, you're going to be back on because oh, I love this you was too easy. Oh, yeah. So this you're incredible. Easy. Thank you so much. But can you let everyone know where they can listen to you, where they can find you? Yes. Tell them about the podcast. Yeah, you guys, you can hear me um, at Hollywood Unlocked. 
I'm the third co-host in that show with DJ Damage and Jason Lee, of course. I also have a podcast called Humanized. You guys yes. have to come on Humanized. Mm. We'd love to come on Humanized. We humanize yeah. regular people. Like, people who are seen as myths, we turn them into regular people again. Oh. We rehumanize folks. So I would love to get into conversation with you guys about your trajectory. Um, yeah, I, there's a lot of people that are not human to me anymore. Yeah, so Humanized <laughs> is all about rehumanizing people. Yeah. You can also find me at, at Blue Centric. That's where I kiki. Um, at Blue Toulouse, which is my name, is like my work. Instagram, so I keep it okay. cute on there. But if you want to be with the shits, go to at Blue Centric. That's where I really talk my talk. Mm. At Blue Centric. Mm-hmm. Well, we got into some really good conversations today. Boy, like, oh boy. We didn't even get to stay to the full outline because we just like... Because the no, conversation sorry, is just so good. It's so, so fun. Good. It's so fun. If you guys want to hear more Blue, make sure you join us on our Patreon. That's right. It's patreon.com backslash see the thing is pod where we're going to do more make it make sense with our friends with benefits you can also get some freshly squeezed and y'all if you don't know our patreon be hitting when we come out to la okay mm-hmm. listen we get every all the time, good things every time I'm subscribe guys oh all right look mm-hmm. at that all right well guys thank you for tuning in we love hope y'all. you enjoyed the kikis the ha-has at your desk and hope that even this conversation made you really sit back and Take a step out of yourself to look at who you are and who you're showing up as. And we love you. I feel you. like that's what we got. We love you. Have a great rest of your week. How can I look into your eyes? This is the truth that I can't